We are balls deep in uh, Secret Agent Month. And because we are two broke-ass crackers, (laughs) we decided to spin that wheel of Russian roulette via streaming once again and decided upon the Jackie Chan family comedy... The Spy Next Door. Did we shoot ourselves in the mouth with this one? Well, tune in and find out on a very Jackie Chan edition of the review. Review! I'm a Bob Ho. His Look, name's Bob Ho in it. Well, <laughs> Get welcome. it? Is it a joke? Because his name's Bob Ho. <laughs> Is that a joke? It's his name. I know. Is it? <laughs> welcome to the review review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I'm not Bob Ho. <laughs> I may be Bob Ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we are going over the spectacular movie, The Spy Next Door, Jackie Chan, all up in the his a house <laughs> for the lame, the, the one next door, actually. Yeah. He is in term a spy who lives in the conjoining house on the street. That is correct. That was the working title. <laughs> It was, they cut it down. They cut it down. They figured out there was an easier way to say right. that. They needed to make it at least 95 minutes. They needed to make cuts somewhere. The title was the first The title thing. was one of them. <laughs> People are saying the title It's taking up too much time. <laughs> uh, before we get to that bit of fun, yeah. let's go over something else. Anything else. Okay. No spoilers. <laughs> uh, let's go over the news of this last week, JT, starting with this. Yeah. Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. Got a movie coming up next week. Kingsman 2, Golden Circle. Might be talking about that. Maybe talking about that. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> Quit spoiling their show, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But he wants a crack at something else. Whoopsh. He wants a crack at that very maligned series that's already tried to get off the ground twice. <laughs> crack. The Fantastic Four. He says in a interview, I think, with Variety, that one of his favorite franchises is the Fantastic Four. Loved him since he's been a wee kid. Yes. And he thinks that he could do them justice as director. Mm-hmm. What I found out while reading that article was that he was also a producer of the last Fantastic Four movie that did very poorly. That did fu- okay. that did very poorly. Very poorly. Very. <laughs> uh, but he thinks he got he's got it in him to do it. He's a huge fan. Yeah, he uh, can give birth. He to could, a, a good Fantastic that's Four. That's right. Do you think uh, Matthew Vaughn could... Do you think he could turn the Fantastic Four around? Uh, we 
It's a possibility. I do enjoy his work. Me too. Now, Fantastic Four are known to be high sci-fi and adventure movies. Yeah. Kingsman has sci-fi elements. It does. High, uh, not not super sci-fi, but uh, high concept, like gadgets and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I think you can make a lighthearted Fantastic Four. He did X Men First Class. There was a lot yes. of a lot of heart to that. Yes. Also, a lot of grisly Nazi killing. Yes. <laughs> uh, the only thing I have. If I want to see a Fantastic Four movie, I want to see high sci-fi. High high sci-fi. <laughs> it's a high sci-fi kind of flick. Yeah. Uh, I want to see if Matthew Vaughn's got it in him. Do high sci-fi. Give us the high sci-fi. We'll see how uh, maybe Kingsman 2. High sci-fi? <laughs> Could possibly have some high sci-fi. <laughs> we will see, and we'll report next week. Uh, moving on, JT... Uh, the Han Solo film. It's been yes. in the news. It's been in the news off and on the last few weeks. Really? I haven't heard too much about it lately. Well, I got something to add to it. Okay. <laughs> add to the news I have not heard lately. <laughs> haven't we been talking about Han Solo news looking back? Well, maybe just know. episode nine news. Who's... Well, no, because now, uh, what's his face? Ron Howard's directing it. Right, we've brought that up, but I haven't heard any new news lately. Well, here's a bit of new news, JT. Give me the new new on the Solo Solo movie. Reportedly, <laughs> uh, a certain high-profile character will be appearing in the Han Solo Solo film. Could you guess who that character is? Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. It is not Grand Moff Tarkin. Is it... What's the... Salacious Crumb. It is not Salacious Crumb. Think higher profile. <laughs> uh, Greedo. Higher profile. Um, uh, <laughs> Tuscan Raiders. I'm going to come out and say it. Darth Vader, reportedly. <laughs> of course he is. Uh, going to appear in the Han Solo movie. According to a site called That Hashtag Show. So credible. <laughs> they And I followed up that link that said the, o- the only place that reported it was this. So I went to their website and it looks just like, uh, like any nerd news site except worse. But they confirmed it. It was confirmed that... Darth Vader will be in the Han Solo movie. So we know who to sue. Yes. That hashtag show. Write it down. Uh, they re- Taking they, your ass to court they that hashtag show. are saying it is confirmed because the man who played Darth Vader in Rogue One was taken off the con circuit to uh, because... He was filming some scenes in the newest Star Wars movie, which would have been this movie. Not, I don't know. See, it's all too loose, it's, JT. Yeah. It may not add up. Look, it may be a false flag. I've heard a that red hash- herring. I've actually heard that hashtag show is like the TMZ 
<laughs> of hashtags. <laughs> right. I've also heard that. It's yeah. weird. They're not a hashtag show. No. They are that <laughs> hashtag show. Yeah. Not the. Ha- that. Yeah. You know, that one. Yeah. It's not like the definitive one. But it's one that comes it up. Is... In, it's one that comes up in conversation <laughs> to the point where you have to ask, right. which hashtag show? And then you, of course, say like that hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the definitive one. It's just is one. Yeah, it's one <laughs> popular enough that people mention it that you have to actually point out which one it actually is by maybe even physically pointing yeah. to where it is or what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know that hashtag show. Oh. Oh. Still never heard of it. <laughs> so there you go. Darth Vader may or may not be appearing. Come at us, that hashtag yeah. show. <laughs> we'll put you on the show. <laughs> we'll start an internet Twitter war yeah. that nobody will participate in. We'll make in. some coffee. <laughs> Talk it over. Uh, JT, speaking of another high-profile film franchise, the Terminator franchise... Is now up dun, and dun, running dun, dun, dun. again. Dun, 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 dun. Now that rights are back to James Cameron. Yeah. And with that, apparently, a high-profile <laughs> star of that franchise will be returning for the sixth Terminator film. Oh, my God. Linda Hamilton will be returning as Sarah Connor in Terminator 6, colon, TBD. Sarah Connor's back. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This film is going to be directed by Tim Miller of Deadpool fame. Okay. Uh, And, what I found out, will be set after Terminator 2. But maybe before Terminator 3? I would think so, because... Or maybe Terminator 3 didn't never took place. Judgment Day is inevitable. <laughs> it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do, man. Maybe they're going the route that Superman Returns tried to do and just ignored 3 and 4. Yeah. So the sixth one will ignore 3, yeah. 4, and 5. <laughs> <laughs> All the ones that performed, performed worse... Then Terminator 2. Yes. They might even retcon 1 at this point. They might. It it all took place with 2. Who knows? But uh, Linda Hamilton, reportedly back. Yes. As Sarah Connor in T6. Nice. Rise of the Machines. 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 Put a 6 somewhere in there. (laughs) The Machines. Uh... Got some Netflix news, JT. Yes. No, wait. Before that, I've got some more Jimmy Cameron news. Oh, shit. Staying on that Jim Cameron train. Oh, shit. Avatar 2 begins filming next week. Oh, my God. After dozens of years. Ten years. <laughs> it feels like. Being like, we're probably going to do this. We're probably going to do four, five, or six or more of these. Who knows how many more. But you better believe it. I'm going to do them until I die. Yeah. That's what James Cameron until has inscribed they, on his submarine. Until they bury me in the submarine <laughs> in the Marinara Trench. 
<laughs> Avatar 2 happening next week, possibly. Unless he goes for another deep dive and forgets that he ever yeah, did comes up too fast and gets a bubble Avatar. in his brain or whatever like that. <laughs> I don't know. What's that called? Like when you come up too fast in a submarine, like you get the rickets or something. <laughs> that sounds right. I know it's not rickets. I know it's not that, but I feel like there's a term for it. I don't know. Listeners, email in reviewyourrepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell me what it's called. What's the what's bubble brain called? It might even be just bubble brain, for all I know. <laughs> He's got a mean case of bubble brain. All I know is that it's not rickets. That's what you get on a boat yeah. or something. Email us. What's not rickets? <laughs> yeah. And be specific. <laughs> or vague. It doesn't matter. I'll forget about this by the end of the news. Uh, now going into Netflix news, JT. Yes. The streaming giant has... Some say... A juggernaut <laughs> has uh, been doing these Marvel Netflix series for a couple years now. Yeah. Starting with Daredevil, ending its last show at Defenders. Yes. Some say capping off its first little arc in the Netflix Marvel franchise. One can only hope. Uh, <laughs> Turns out, JT, Defenders was the least watched of all of the Netflix Marvel franchises so far. Even lower than Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> the top mark is Daredevil Season 2. Yeah. That was the most watched one. Okay. Um, the Defenders only had 17% of what of who it's only 17% of the people who viewed Daredevil season 2 even decided to watch you the mean defenders that riveting storyline about dragon bones did not bring them reel them in apparently not uh <laughs> there were now I don't know why they didn't give me just real numbers <laughs> but I would assume that's bad I don't know what the actual... Because Netflix is really tight-lipped about that shit. And this came all from a third party. But... Was it that hashtag show? (laughs) It was not that hashtag show. Or the hashtag show. Or a hashtag show. None of them. But, uh... I... That actually really surprised me. That the Defenders would be the least watched one. Granted, maybe you didn't like it. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Better than Iron Fist. Better than the second half of Luke Cage. I... I'm just surprised. I think this stuff's just wearing. It could be. But, I mean, it was shorter. Yeah. It had Daredevil in it. eight fucking hours long. Think of it. What if it was 13 hours long? It didn't really give me anything I haven't seen before. Hmm. I suppose you're right. Um, actually on, uh, the last episode of one of my favorite podcasts ever. Yeah. The Paper Keg Podcast. Yes. They actually talked about our show. Yeah. Uh, one of the hosts, Jonesy Loves Beer, was listening in on our, on our Defenders review. Yeah. And he wanted just to say again, he hopes you're okay. After that. Oh, I'm fine. (laughs) After that 
a hole you tore in Defender's ass. It's a well-deserved hole, I believe. <laughs> uh, he just wanted to make sure that I put in a block of wood in your mouth just so you can just relieve your stress and what oh, happened. It's, it's, it's fine. I, uh, I cried a little bit. I held some hands. And I think I've come to terms with it. I prayed for you. Good. <laughs> thank you, and thank thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Abada. Uh, <laughs> nothing to do with that. Nope, do nothing with at all. Uh, more on the movie news train, JT. Give Spider-Man it. Homecoming has now surpassed Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. BVSDOJ, as we call as we shorten it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, domestically. So there is a god. <laughs> Abada. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man Homecoming has surpassed BVS domestically to become the number 50th highest grossing domestic film. How do you like that? Push BVS out of the top 50. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here with your fucking non- no nonsense. <laughs> Get out of here. Your nonsense shit. Good news. All good news. With your three hours of Superman being sad for no reason. <laughs> uh, JT, have you heard anything about uh, Adam Scott's and Craig Robbins' new Fox series, Ghosted? Uh, I've seen a few trailers for it. Looks uh, okay. I'm a fan of them two. Yeah. Them two boys. Might come up in a future episode. Better believe it. A uh, little uh, hint. We did this last year. Yeah. Bit of a test pilot app. Test pilot. Test pilot app. Watch a few test, test pilot. pilots. Test pilots. We uh, talk about them on the show. Start dropping those shows, I think. This week they start. I think they yeah. even start as early as last week. So yeah. Like... I watched one already that, I was, that I'm was. i thinking we, sh- we should probably do. Okay. All right. All right. We'll talk about it. Okay. Off mic. Okay, of course. I want, we don't want to spoil it. I want to spoil it here. Spoiler alert. Come, Come on. on. Come on. Regardless, they've got some interesting news on that Ghosted Show, JT. Okay. That will be premiering on Fox. Uh, what's today? The 20th? Yes. yes. <laughs> I think it's two Sundays. In two Sundays? Yeah. I think it's next week. Next. The Sunday after... This coming Sunday. Great. Uh, <laughs> Fox will premiere Ghosted on Twitter Ooh. starting on the 21st of September through the 24th, days before it premieres on Fox, in a weird marketing strategy to see how this goes off. All right. Um, I'm not opposed to watching something on Twitter. No. I watched the big fight. On Twitter, the, uh, what's-its-face, the Scottish guy and the Merriweather, what's his name? McGregor. <laughs> Merriweather fight on Twitter. Watch the whole thing on there. I'm pretty sure he's Irish. I don't Conor care. McGregor. Okay, well, there's, there's other nationalities out there, Troy, I'm just saying. So I mixed one up. <laughs> Get off my back! God damn it! Regardless, I've watched things on Twitter before. I <laughs> thought it was okay. And I think this is actually quite clever 
because both of them are pretty active on Twitter. They're going to do a Twitter Q&A after the premiere on the 21st on Twitter. Tiskabits. And they can have an active hashtag going as well. Now, I don't think it's going to be a huge success, <laughs> the told Twitter thing, but I find it interesting. Hey, And I might check it get out. Your, get, your, get your face out there. Might get check it out. out there. Get your name out there. Get your face out there. Uh, what do you think about that? I'm Having for a, it. Yeah. A little bit of a little bit of early publicity on the on That's the Twitters. Right. It's, it's an easy way to get word of mouth right quick. Yeah. People will be like, "This sucks," or "This is okay." They're probably hoping for the for the latter. Yes. <laughs> Please God, just give Adam Scott good work. <laughs> I hate seeing him in shitty things. Yeah. And Craig Robinson. Yeah. I love him so much. I still want to see the movie he has on the new ne- movie he has on Netflix, Little Evil. Mm-hmm. I have not yet seen it. I haven't it. seen it either, but I want to check it out. Uh, the last bit of news I have is also Fox News, JT. The Orville, Seth MacFarlane's The Orville, yeah. uh, is Fox's biggest premiere since Empire. Ooh. Uh, raking in at 12.7 million viewers across all of its formats, yes. like streaming and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in its first week, All pretty right. pretty good. All 12, right. point, Twelve point millions, pretty big numbers now these days. Oh yes. So uh, pretty good, pretty good for old Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Early uh, early reviews of it is giving it a ho hum rating. <laughs> like, sure, it got a lot of eyes on it, but it's I guess the the pilot episode was only okay. Well, I did see it, but we'll wait for it. We'll wait for it. We'll wait for I'll it. I'll also watch this one. He's I hot. I hope so if we're going to talk about it. Oh, maybe I'll surprise you and not watch it. Do, <laughs> do what I thought I was, what I said I should have done for <laughs> True Memoirs. Yeah. But, uh, so we'll see. I, uh, I haven't listened to any, like, reasonable reviewer yeah. <laughs> review yet. I've only heard it. Or saw it like on a Twitter feed or something like gotcha. that. So we'll see. We'll be the judge of this, JT. Yeah, I think I, I think we're the final stance. Yeah, we're the when period it comes at the to end of that opinions sense. that matter. Okay. All right, man. I mean, okay. Listen, the Orville. Listen, the Orville. Okay. What do you think we are? The hashtag show, yeah. or even that hashtag show? Yeah. Please. Okay, listen, the Orville. You can call us Redenbacher, because at the end of the day, we'll let you know if you pop, or if you're just corny. Oh my God! See, that's why we're fucking amazing. We got that kind Damn. of material. Hire off us. the cuff. Ah, uh, hire us. We're out here, Hollywood. <laughs> we're out here. Hello, Shatterham. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the news I got, JT. All right. I'm surprised you didn't have that much news, Troy. I was, I scoured, and I can't, I found a lot, but none of it would be any good. I, I found quite a bit of things. Oh, actually. Surprise me. All right, Troy. Brag. Found a quite a bit of things. Yeah, d- don't mean to brag. <laughs> uh, Troy, we talked I think a long time ago about how Jordan Peele was in talks about being the director of Akira. Right. 
covered it on here, uh-huh. of course, the animated That's right. Go version. back and listen to our Akira review. But, of course, Jordan Peele dropped out yes. of talks to direct Akira. Right. But oh. they have another director in talks okay. for the live-action Akira. Okay. And it is Taika Watiti himself. Hot off the heels of Hot Thor, off of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. My goodness. Well, good luck if he wants to adapt Akira to a mass audience. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard. <laughs> yes. Considering the, the yes. animated one was so condensed that it barely made sense. Right. <laughs> they would almost have to, for a mass audience for America, they would have to change it so much. That it wouldn't hardly barely resemble Akira. Yeah. Only in the very slightest, would it? Well, from what uh, Dinosaur Neil sent us, I would like it if they focused more on like the, like the second half, as opposed to the first. The first half, like the animated one, seemed to focus more on the first half. Yeah. And the second half, you have all like those gangs like going to war in like a post-apocalyptic Neo Tokyo. Yeah. There's just so much source material. Yeah, the stuff that it's Neil, almost too much. Yeah, the stuff that Dinosaur Neil was talking about was way interesting. Yeah, but, but you, you, you need a shit ton of setup for it to make sense. Yeah, and it just doesn't work. You can't do it in two hours. No, you just can't. You couldn't even do it in three hours. Do it in it. Give it a it. Give it a it Two two movies. Yeah, don't do it. Be. Be uh, a rebel and do it in two movies. Yeah, don't, don't do make it in a trilogy. Three. Yeah, don't even do it in four, where you have to cut the last movie in half. Yeah, do it in two. Give us a good one-two punch. Give us yeah, huh? Give us a wham bam. Huh? Come on. Give us a wham bam. Keep the thank you, ma'am, at home. Yeah. All right. We're not crass like that. Come on. Thank you, ma'am. Jesus. My boss actually Beating says. <laughs> My boss. <laughs> Actually says, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And she's, like, an older lady. Yeah. And I don't think she knows what it means. <laughs> I think she means, like, when she says it, like, you know, like, you dust your hands off and you're like, yep, good job here. Like, but she says, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And every time she does, I look well, over. there's a thank you in there. I suppose. So she's thanking you. I suppose. Let her have it, Troy. I always let her have she it. She pays the bills. Let her have it. All right. I'll let her have it. Let her have it. She's had it. <laughs> let her have it. She's got it. She has got it. Ma'am. Troy, HBO. Oh, yeah. HBO. Uh, a while back, we're in talks with Damon Lindelof about mm-hmm. doing a Watchmen miniseries. Right. Doing well, it again. Trying to try it again. Well, I guess the word has gotten out that HBO has officially ordered a pilot for said show. Okay. See if maybe it takes off. Come on, Lindy. <laughs> Give it to us, Lindy. <laughs> D-Lind. Bring it. Bring the heat, Lindelof. Give us the heat. I suppose. Do you need another Watchmen thing to come out? I'd like to see his take on it. Yeah. There's a few things in the Zack Snyder one that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like what? Just the the, th- the things he would add. Like, just yeah. like the 
like you could tell there were scenes like the scenes from the book as opposed to the ones where he was like, let's get funny, let's get loose here. Yeah, <laughs> let's get loose. Yeah, show brutal gore. Yeah, let's have yeah let's have them break arms for no reason and have comedian yell cocksucker nine times. Yeah. <laughs> See a guts and skeleton hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Zach. What are Alex's take on it? I suppose. I think it's been like I'm just not, oh, I'm over it. Like yeah, Watchmen's great. But like even people who like aren't into books or like the comic books like they I think even they're like we already did it. <laughs> we just did this, right? It was fine. Or you've got, I don't know. And they're making like an a, like another animated movie about Watchmen too. Oh my god. See, it's like too much, man. And they're doing a bunch of Watchmen shit in DC Comics now. Like, Dr. Manhattan might have like got his fingers into like fucking around with Superman and Batman and all that shit. He's fingering them? Yeah. Just finger blasting the shit out of him. He's wham bam, thank you, ma'am. I Christ. Good lord. Sorry. <laughs> Good lord. So I don't know. I'm over it. Enough already. Good. Enough. Gee, all right. <laughs> Troy, a lot of those big movies from the past seem to be rearing their ugly head every once in a while. A big sequel. That's uh, Blade maybe on the works. <laughs> well, that's that's already that's already made. That's out there. Oh, okay. We know it's done. We talked about yeah, the trailer. That's way done. But one that's in talks is the Eddie Murphy classic Beverly Hills Cop getting a part four. Oh. Maybe somewhere down the line with oh. producer Jeremy Bruckheimer. Okay. Eddie Murphy coming back. Eddie Murphy returning as the... As Beverly. As Beverly, yeah. <laughs> now, of course, the Axel Foley. Okay. That one. That's exactly Okay. So there you go. Maybe that might be somewhere down the pipeline. All right. Getting the gang back together. Sounds like it's going to blow. I don't... No good. Sounds no good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure one of the guys that played the detective is dead. And then there's Judge Reinhold. So He'll it'll probably be... come back. <laughs> I don't know how what Judge how John, Judge Reinhold looks nowadays. It's going to come back and not capture any of what it had no. because it's too late. Even the third one was dog shit. I've never seen any of them, to be honest. First one's good. Second okay. one has its moments. Third one is dog shit. I remember I liked the third one when I was growing up as a kid because it takes place in an amusement park. Ugh. So I was all about I was oh, all about like God. I was all about the fucking like weird cartoon character looking people in the background. As I shake my head, <laughs> sounds gross. Troy, we talked about True Lies. Yes, True Lies. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about True Lies yes. last week. Well, they heard the popularity. They heard how great we think it is, Troy. Yeah? Because just this past week, there are talks about doing a True Lies TV adaptation. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what we wanted to get out of no, this. No, we didn't. Just The movie's <sighs> fine. Stop! <laughs> 
touching things. Just leave them be. You're like children. <laughs> You're like goddamn children. Uh. Don't eat meat, but you sure like the bone. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. But who? Do, what do I know? That Lethal Weapon show, I guess, took off. So. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? People looking for an action comedy. Is there, is there that many of them on TV? There's Lethal Weapon, I guess, if there's, that's a comedy. There's probably, there's probably quite a few. Action com On network TV? Hmm. I don't know. A lot of medical dramas. Mm, that's big. The only people who have the big. network TV are old people, so I guess they love the medical dramas. Look out for... True Lies. True for our test pilot. Maybe test also True Lies pilot. happening also. Oh, yeah. Test pilot. Test pilot. <laughs> Speaking of TV, Troy. Okay. The Emmys. Yes. Were this past Sunday. Did you hear about any of the oh, big shit. winners? I was going to write down some winners, and I totally forgot about it. That's why I'm here, Troy. Great. You always got my back. To cover your ass. Cover my ass. Uh, Troy, for outstanding drama series. Mm-hmm. Do you know who won? I do not. I'll give you. I'll give you the category. See if you can guess. Drama. Drama. <laughs> got Better Call Saul. Okay. Got The Crown. All right. Got Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. House of Cards. Okay. Stranger Things. Yes. This Is Us. Wow. And Westworld. Westworld. For outstanding drama. Who do you think won? Better Call Saul. It is not. Damn it. It is not, Troy. The Crown. No. Stranger Things? Did you say that one? I did say that one. Is it that one? No. Damn it. (laughs) I've forgotten the rest of what you said. Uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Ah, yes. One for Outstanding Drama Series. Well, congrats, Hulu. Yes. Getting that win. Got a big win. Got that dub. Finally. Yeah. Have you gone on Hulu lately? Yeah, their their new layout's pretty hard to get used to. Yes, it is. Very... It's a drastic change. Yeah. It looks slick. It does. Too drastic. Very. You went too far too fast. Yeah. But. Someone went ham on Flash. And it was just like. <laughs> oh my God. Did they? <laughs> Jesus. So there you go. Handmaid's Tale. Congrats to Hulu. I, me and uh, Molly Pop saw it. Highly suggest it. I've wanted to start it. Very good show. I uh, I might just watch it while uh, I have my mornings free. There you go. Do it to it, Troy. Do it to it. I'm not going to go through the actors or whatever, because that's just bullshit. Whatever. It's just whatever. Troy, outstanding comedy okay. series. We've got Atlanta. Uh-huh. Blackish. Okay. Master of None. Yes. Modern Family. Wow. Silicon Valley. Really? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Really? And Veep. Veep. I already know about Oh, yeah. Veep won. Yeah. yeah. Of course, Veep won. Veep is the best one on that whole list anyway. Really? I'm I'm pretty partial to Silicon Valley myself. Yeah, yeah I, I suppose you're right. I still haven't finished this last season of it, Silicon Valley. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I just kind of forgot about it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it, too. I enjoy it. But I've caught up with Veep, I yeah. think. I think I watched all You're all caught up on Veep? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I might be wrong. Okay. 
<laughs> is that good? Worth an Emmy? Yes. <laughs> now we got outstanding variety talk series, Troy. Mm. We've got Wendy Williams. Not even <laughs> there. All right. We've got Full Frontal. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Okay. Last week tonight, The Late Late Show. Uh huh. I think that's the one with uh, what's his name? James Corden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The Late Show. I guess that's the Jimmy Fallon one. Oh, no, I'd be the Tonight Show. The Late Show would be uh, Stephen Colbert. Oh, okay. And uh, Real Time with Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah. No. Bill Maher. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, fuck you Bill dipshit. Maher. Fucking Bill shit Maher. for brains, Bill yeah. Maher. He's even like super left wing, too, and I'm still just like, shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I want last week tonight, but I'm going to say late, late show. Well, Troy, sometimes the world gives you what you want because Whoa. last week tonight Whoa. won. Whoa. It won, Troy. Why? It... <laughs> Are you Why am I so like... happy? No, they won. Great. John Oliver getting that Emmy. Baby. Got that Emmy win, baby. I think they deserve it. It is well. Yeah, this season been was really good. Super on on point. Yeah, especially with like all of their in depth shit on Trump. Yeah. Oh my god, I watched not the last episode, but the one we brought up last week. He said with the Scranton train. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> it's so big. It's so great. I want to see the labor it takes to get that whole thing to Scranton. Oh, I know. Just to have him back into the studio with a flatbed truck. God. Oh, my God. It'd be amazing. There you go. Our last one, Troy. Outstanding limited series. Okay. We've got Big Little Lies, Fargo, Feud, Genius, and The Night Of. Ooh. Oh. I'm going to go with The Night Of. Uh, well, Troy, I'm sorry to tell you, it is actually Big Little Lies. Ah! Did you, this is the one you watched, right? Yes. Really enjoyed it. It's really good. Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Uh, Kravitz. Yep, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kid. You. She actually won. She actually won uh, for uh, Best Actress in Limited Series. Really? Yes. She's very good in it. Listen to this. Listen to this over here. Good show. Good show. The fucking flies in here. (laughs) Don't want any of your bullshit. (laughs) Listen, it's very hot. Do, uh, do me a kindness. Get the fuck out of here, flies. <laughs> Troy's just RV manning over here. <laughs> there's real flies in here, and it's pissing me off. It got, like, hot again, so now there's, like, flies and bees out again. What the fuck is happening? It's, like, fall already, right? Yeah. Or this Friday is fall saw, or something? What, my neighbor was raking a shit ton of leaves when I was walking by. It's goddamn almost 90 out. Put near 90. Son of a bitch. What is happening in this world? Hurricanes, earthquakes, heat waves. Troy, I got some uh, possible Star Wars 
episode eight spoiler news. Oh my, should I cover my ears? Well, no, I won't say what the spoiler is. <laughs> okay. But if you want to be ahead of the game and maybe kind of hold some information over people's heads, you may want to tune in. This is the news for you, babe. Mark Hamill. This comes from Deadline. All right. Mark Hamill said in an interview that there was a comic book that came out about Star Wars around the time when it was first released called The Last Jedi. Of course, oh. you know, that's the name of the... Episode 8. Next episode. Episode 8. Mark Hamill says, if you want to avoid spoilers, do not read that book. Oh, my God. Might, they are, might be including possible storylines from that comic book. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Direct so, adaptation. Yeah, it's a direct. <laughs> yep. It's another goddamn reboot. <laughs> Dear God, mother of God. Well, when did that come out? A while ago? The comic book? Yeah. Yeah, I think they said it was like in the it was like around when like the first uh Star Wars came out, I think. It was like pretty pretty early on. Really? Yeah. My word. Seventies, eighties? Yeah. That kind of stuff, right? Yeah, there. yeah, god damn it. Wow. Son of a bitch. Yeah. The check. I won't check it out. <laughs> Troy, got yes. some news on Mother! Mother? That came out this past week. Yes. And it's been getting very, very, very mixed reviews. <laughs> yes, so I've heard. To the point where CinemaScore has given it a grade of F. Really? One of, I think, 16 other films that have ever gotten an F grade on CinemaScore. Wow. Now this is cinema score I think is just audience like just audiences not critics or anything. Okay. But yes, it has an F. An F. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> I actually not to spoil a later segment uh -huh. of Hogan watching, uh -huh. but uh I did see Mother. Oh my god. I'll give you my thoughts on it. I actually might have a little bit of a rant to go with it too. Oh my god. Get ready. Get ready, listeners. So, don't tune out. Don't tune out after the topic. Yeah. We got more show. We got a lot more show. Uh, I also saw that Red Letter Media has a review of Mother. Mother! Mother! Up. So, I might be checking that out as well. Actually, it's, it's lowercase m, so it's Mother! Mother! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I want to see this soon, but I don't think I will. Because I have to be seeing Kingsman next week. Yeah. I doubt my my parents will be wanting to watch their grandbaby two weekends in a row. Oh my God. So me and the little lady can go catch a flick at the old theater. <laughs> old Prospector Troy's coming in here now. My accent went all over the place there. Yeah. You, your accent flew in from two, four different directions. <laughs> but... There you go. The Oscar considerations already starting to get sent in. Yes. Of course, uh, 20th Century Fox sent in a surprise entrant for mm -hmm. your consideration in the Oscars this mm -hmm. year. They actually sent to the Academy Logan. I heard about that. Quite They got a lot of praise. 
lots of faith. Yes. Maybe yes. possibly pulling in some uh, Oscars this Oscar season. Do you think uh, Logan's got a chance? I can see Hugh Jackman at least getting nominated for it. Yeah. Just for all the work that he put into the character itself. Yeah. 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 I can't see it winning or, or the movie itself getting nominated, but I can see Hugh Jackman getting nominated for Best Actor. Okay. All right. I could see that, too. I could see that. I could even see... Uh, um, even, like, Best Supporting and with either the girl who played mini wolverine or even patrick stewart oh yeah patrick stewart for sure too uh so we'll see we will see i'm curious curious this uh movie season hasn't been too now like looking back on it i know we said that there was a pretty slow summer season but it hasn't been a bad year for movies i don't think right the just the movies didn't come out in the summertime yeah <laughs> they came out way early or they missed the summer completely. it's like everyone talked to each other and they'd be like well we're gonna put our big movies out in the summer and then everyone everyone like went back to their headquarters and be like guys we gotta put our shit anytime except the summer yeah. because everyone's putting their shit out in the summer yeah february march april somewhere <laughs> yeah. in there we don't want to we don't want to compete with anybody <laughs> with the... <laughs> but um so yeah look out for that i will i will be interested to see what it does see what they At... do the old Oscars, the Academy Awards, yes. Night of Stars, City of Stars. <laughs> Are you shining just for me? Me? Mother! Mother! <laughs> Speaking of, uh, we talked about True Lies last week, uh -huh. of course. TV reboot. Right. What about that Jamie Lee Curtis? What about What her? is that hot piece of ass up to <laughs> nowadays? <laughs> Apparently, she has come out and said that she will be appearing in the next yes. Halloween, reprising her role of Laurie Strode. Yes. In uh, Halloween H2O2. <laughs> <laughs> Because this movie is coming out 20 years after Halloween H2O. So it it's H4O. That's... <laughs> I made that joke on Twitter. <laughs> but then I was like, is it H4O? Or is it H2O2? Because either one would be amazing. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense because I'm pretty sure she died in Halloween H2O. Did she? Oh, oh. yeah. She got fucking stabbed and thrown through a pine tree. I thought she cut Michael Myers' head off with an axe. Oh, maybe that wasn't another one then. There's definitely a movie where she gets fucking stabbed and thrown into a pine tree. I saw it. Was it the post credit sequence of True Lies? <laughs> I think it's the very beginning of the one with Busta Rhymes in it. Ugh. Maybe that one's not canon. <laughs> the Busta Rhymes one was just a fever dream. It could very well could have been. By I... Jamie Lee Curtis as she was rotting in a pine tree. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she comes back as the undead and she hunts down Michael Myers. Oh, shit. Twist. That's just like the Terminator twist. Now the good guy is the bad guy, and the bad guy is the good guy. Yes. 
Let's turn yes! the tables. Hollywood, we're right here. Give it to us. Give it to me. <laughs> That's all my news, Troy. Great. Uh, well, there is one bit, JT. I've got two bits. Oh, my God. Shaving a haircut. Two bits. Two bits. <laughs> That's right. So, uh... That's right. This this extremely long theme song will be justified <laughs> for these two great people. Yes, that we will be paying homage to. So, let's all bow our heads and bear witness to the Niels Bits theme. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bits. And by stay tuned, we mean stay tuned through this entire song. Because <laughs> it's long. Real long. Don't go anywhere. Don't don't get up. <laughs> don't even fast forward, because it's, it's done. It just ended right now. You if go. you would have fast forwarded, you would have missed all of this banter that I'm spilling yes uh well i got the one and i got the one that you can probably talk most about yeah uh bobby the brain heenan yes died uh september 17th of the year of our lord Mm -hmm. 2017 of course (laughs) uh at age 72 yes uh big wrestling personality Mm mm-hmm for the longest time. For the, probably the last 40 in, years? In my opinion, probably the best wrestling manager to ever live. Of all time. Of all, I will say of all time. He is the GOAT of wrestling managers. I will. You have the floor. Well, no, yeah. He's just... Anyone that was ever put with him was elevated, even when you had absolutely no talent, which a lot... Of the Heenan family had no talent, <laughs> but that's just what he was. And then all of the, all of like the content you see, like his banter with Gorilla Monsoon uh-huh. is just anything you watch of those two together is just fantastic. Yes. And yeah, he will be missed. Although it's, it's almost kind of a blessing in disguise because he was in pretty bad shape. Didn't for he have, quite a while. He had throat cancer. Yeah, right? he had throat cancer. So for the last 10 years, I think he's been, he has had like almost no lower jaw. Right. So, but he's still, he still went to like conventions and stuff. Like I've had, I've seen multiple pictures of like friends that got their picture taken with him. And it's like his legit, like his entire lower part of his face is gone, but it looks like he couldn't be happier just being around wrestling fans and people that appreciated his work like going through all that shit and still being able to be to love life like that like that's a pretty special person yeah 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 he will be missed yeah completely it's too bad did uh did you hear what he died from i'm guessing it it had to be from the cancer in general. Yeah. Because he was I didn't just... know if that receded or not. I had no idea. Yeah, I I just know that he was in bad shape ever since it hit him so it's just i think it was just if it wasn't that it had to be heart like health complications from that of some sort yeah so well that's too bad yeah that's too bad. you will be missed brain us humanoids <laughs> will 
forever love and respect you. That's correct. Uh, another celebrity that died this past week, Harry Dean Staten, died at 91. Whoa. If you don't know who he is, Troy, he was actually in something that we reviewed on here. What? True lies? <laughs> no, he was actually <laughs> the guy that wore the hat in Alien. The guy that was, the uh, uh, he's like the first one to die in Alien. Oh. The one who tries to, like, chase Jonesy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But he was in plenty of other stuff, too. Also was in Big Love. He was, like, the main villain in Big Love that me and uh-huh. Molly Pop watched. He uh-huh. was good in that. Okay. But, yeah, Harry Dean Stanton died at 91. Good long age. What a lifespan that guy had. Yes. Fruitful? I would like to think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, did he live life. Boy. And then some. Howdy. Harry Dean Stanton, you will also be missed. Go into the annals of time. Yes. Well, JT, it's done. Good. That's the sounder. That's it. How many trailers you got today, JT? I want to say I've got four. There was quite a few that I found. What is up with you and your overachieving on this show? Shut up. The fuck? You make me seem like I'm doing the bare minimum here. You're not pulling my weight. I'm sorry. I handwrite all these notes, JT. Fuck. I'm sorry. I have physical copies <laughs> of what I what I talk about every week. Okay. And you make me feel like a schmuck with having four trailers. Are you okay? Do you want to talk about it or... I can talk about the trailers, I guess. That sounds like a, a better solution. <laughs> uh, I got two, like I said. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Let me go first, because I bet you you also have them. They're pretty I'm big. I'm pretty sure I do, too. Pretty, 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 pretty big. Uh, my first one is the Netflix Marvel next hit on their hands, The Punisher. Yes. First trailer dropped Today, as we record, mm-hmm. uh, looks very intense. Ugh, I am all for this. Freaking. This seems to have like, a lot of the stuff that I wish the Defenders had. Yeah? Just, like, you can actually, just based on the trailer alone, you can actually see, like, his raw emotion in the yes. stuff that he does. Yeah. Whereas raw. it kind of felt like a lot of, like... <laughs> The people in Defenders were just like, well, I guess we better save New York. <laughs> guess we better defend or whatever. Yeah, because, oh, shit. Oh, no, Dragon I'm, skeletons. Whatever. I, I like Defenders, <laughs> so what am I saying? <laughs> yeah, but it looks... Ve- I'm going to convince you to talk shit about Defenders <laughs> Do someday. it so much that I'll be like, yeah, sucked, right? Yeah. <laughs> One of these days, I'm just going to get you drunk and be like, yeah, that's right, Defenders did so... Ah, shit. <laughs> Damn it. You done it again. <laughs> but uh, Punisher looks way intense like yeah i am very intrigued on to see how it's received when it comes out yeah because it's another 13 hour one like it's they're not doing the eight or ten eps it's 13 and i want to know like how much intensity people are could be in for especially it could be like minorly uncomfortable with like the political climate that might be out yeah but um it looks good it looks like a very grounded punisher which we haven't quite seen yet yeah like the, i'm all for that like uh the tom jane one i like that movie a lot of people shit on it 
Yeah. I like it, but it made him into more of like a hero figure. Yeah. You can oh, really yeah. root Like the first for him. like half hour, forty five minutes of it is like super dark yeah. and very realistic. Yeah. And then after that, then it's like Let's get the Russian. <laughs> yeah, right. Even let's, though let's, I like that part. Let's go. Let's talk to his two crazy neighbors. <laughs> one that's got a bunch of weird piercings in his face and one that's fat. One that's so fat his name is Bumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Romaine Stamos trying to be as genuine as possible by talking about Bumbo. <laughs> Uh, and it's also not like the over the top, like Punisher war zone, like over super violent kind of thing Yeah, where he doesn't shoot anyone doing parkour with a bazooka (laughs) (laughs) that happens in Punisher. I need to watch this again. It's not good. All I remember is just him killing someone with a, with the, with a chair through the face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but this one looks like a real, legit yeah. guy, like, is gonna fucking murder and, people. Yeah, and just the way that the trailer carries itself, it feels like people can just die on the drop of a dime. Right. Like, just even, like, like the luckiest you can get with the Punisher is, like, you get to live, like, an extra ten seconds <laughs> when he mildly interrogates you. <laughs> And then kills you anyway. And then kills you anyway. Or you just say, I don't know, and you're like, oh, okay, and then he kills you. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Karen Page makes a little... Uh... I saw. I thought that looked like her. Yeah, she's going to be in it. I don't know what the extent of her role is or anything. Well, they did kind of form kind of a relationship in Daredevil Season 2. Right. Like, she was always the one where it's like, he need... we got to save him. <laughs> we need to save him, Matt. Come on, Matt. <laughs> Uh, You're also, too busy taking down this group called The Hand that's going to end up doing some dumb shit with dragon bones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, uh, the Punisher's, I'm going to say, partner slash sidekick is going to be introduced in this, Microchip. Yeah. He's like a character that was introduced in the comics, and he was also in the Dolph Lundgren movie. Yeah. He was Newman from... He was Wayne I Knight. I heard about that. <laughs> uh, they're going a different route. They're yeah. not going the Wayne Knight route, which Wayne Knight was like what he looked like in the books, kind of like yeah. a fat nerd that drove in a van. Yeah. This like, guy just looks like homeless. Yeah. <laughs> but he looks like he's been disenfranchised and is also like looking to get even with people. Yeah. And I kind of am on board with it. I like that. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm intrigued. I, it looks great. I'm for it. I, I really want to check it out. But it also looks like some parts could be uncomfortable to watch, which is great. I'm all for uncomfortable. You know me, Troy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second trailer I have, JT, is the first trailer for Tomb Raider. Yeah. Which I completely forgot that it was going to be a movie until the trailer dropped. <laughs> But they're uh, borrowing quite heavily from the relaunch of the Tomb Raider games. Yeah. Quite heavily. They're not yeah. going like the 90s route where it's I kind of like... figured they would because I guess because I heard like those that reboot was pretty popular. Yeah. It, and yeah, the first I didn't play the second game that came out, but the first one was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I kind of want to see if they have like a download for it like on uh, 
like a PlayStation, like a PS4 yeah. or something, and try and play it. Because I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. I think the second one's an Xbox exclusive. Okay. But we'll see. Maybe it's been enough time that it went to all systems. We'll see. We will see. But yeah. anyway, looks really good. If you're any familiar with the, the relaunch of the Tomb Raider franchise, then this is it. Which even like down to like the pickaxe that she has as like yeah. a usable item. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it also uh isn't doesn't look like they're gonna shy away from like uh a little bit of mystical aspects to it. Oh yeah. I figured as much. Yeah. Like I, I wasn't quite sure like they did it with um the Angelina Jolie movies, like weird I should try to go back and watch the first Tomb Raider movie. Oh, gosh. Do you think it... I mean, I know it doesn't hold up. Oh, probably not. But I want to see if it's still watchable. I remember loving it. I remember watching it and, like... Even back then when I was a very impressionable kid, I was like, this movie really wants me to want to fuck Angelina Jolie. A lot. Like, they spent the whole movie being like, don't you want to fuck her? <laughs> God, look at her. Don't you want to fuck her so hard? God. <laughs> yeah, and it showed, like, maybe a tiny bit of side boob and a butt crack, maybe. And yeah. that was just enough to get to make you go in the other To go, you in, go in the other room and start jerking <laughs> off. So maybe that's why I liked it. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, this new one looks really good. I'm into it. Give me, like, uh... Like an Uncharted meets National Treasure vibe, but yeah. with Laura Croft in it. Yeah. I'm into but it. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. It also gave me kind of like the Amazing Spider-Man 2 vibe, where like her father has like a hidden key, and they find like a hidden vault. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that, tell you that right now. Yeah, I don't but know. But maybe it'll work better in a Tomb Raider movie, right? You know, honestly, to me, movie. it kind of looks pretty generic, but who knows? It might come out pretty good. Hmm. Maybe I'm just jaded because I'm a fan of the franchise, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it we turns out. We'll see. I'll take off my rose-colored glasses when I see the movie. Well, please do. And I'll put on my please. 3D glasses for the 3D showing of it. For entertainment! <laughs> uh, Troy, my first trailer. Uh, seems to be a British fi- film. Okay. Anna and the Zombies. Okay. Kind of caught my attention, because not only is it, of course, a zombie film, uh-huh. but it is also An a Anna film. Christmas film, What? and it's uh-huh. also a musical. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have my attention. Yeah. It looks hella fun. All right. Any... Just just like the random scenes that I saw from it, it looks fun. Is there fun. singing zombies? Maybe. Oh. Could not really tell for sure, but oh. definitely a lot of dance. There's definitely like a dance scene in a bowling alley, it looks like. Okay. And yeah, just lots of gore. All right. Lots of zombies. Lots I'm of people it. singing. I mean, it's Christmas. To it. I love it. Yeah. There's definitely a, a zombie wearing a big frosty costume with like the fr- the front part of the head eaten away because he's trying to actually eat people. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to look out for this. Anna and the Zombies. Got it. Anna and the Zombies. Look out for that. Also, another trailer that I saw came out was a trailer for the movie Cook-Off. 
Okay. Looks like it's in the, it's in the same vein of uh, Best in Show. All right. Where uh, they follow a bunch of people that are going to be part of a huge cooking competition. Okay. Uh, I know uh, Melissa McCarthy is in it. Uh-huh. And uh, the blonde chick from Rio 911 is in it. Okay. And, um, yeah, just a whole bunch of, like, other comedians. All like, right. Kind of that same vibe from, like, Best in Show where it seems like they're kind of improvising with, like, these, like, uh, testimonials. Okay. It looks like fun. I'm I'm a big fan of films like that. Is it the same guy who did that in Mascots? Is he directing it? I don't know if he's the one directing it, but it looks like that that kind of uh, format. Okay, because he that was the same guy who directed. Uh, yeah, that's the same guy that directed Best, Best in Show. Show. It's not Michael Showalter, is it? No, it's ah, fuck. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Okay. Anyway, Mascots wasn't all that good, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it either. <laughs> so I was going to say, if this is coming... and Is, it, is this a straight-to-Netflix one? I don't think so. Or is it a theatrical so. release? Probably a theatrical release if they got Melissa McCarthy in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's theatrical. But it seems like a like a smaller film. All right. Louis Anderson's in it. Hey! That's turning me around on this. Yes. I was kind of not into it <laughs> when you were talking about it. But Louis Anderson... I like his choices so far. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it all turns right. out. Great. And that's all my trailers, Troy. All done. It's done, all done. It's all done. It's done, all done. Uh, well, that'll bring us into the main event of the evening. Chugging along with our secret agent, September. Yes. We're in a third weekend. This week, we said at the top of the show... The Spy Next Door. The Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan vehicle. Family, friendly, all-American film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Family, friendly, all-American indeed. Uh, got some stats for you, JT. Give me them T stats. Let me get this shit off my phone. Here we go. Uh, rated PG by the MPAA, dropping January... 15th, 2010. January is definitely known as a dumping ground <laughs> for those that don't know. Budget of $28 million, domestically made 24. 28? $28 million. Wow. For $28 million. <laughs> What'd they spend their money on? <laughs> uh, domestically made. Definitely not actors. <laughs> <laughs> domestically made $24.3 million. And worldwide made $45.2 million. Got its money back. <laughs> Barely made its money back in account to maybe marketing or whatever. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes has this at a 12%. IMDb has it at a 5.4 out of 10. Yes. And the Dove Foundation. What? The soap? I don't know. <laughs> the Dove Foundation approves. 12 plus. <laughs> this is this like a Scientology thing? Or? <laughs> I couldn't find what their rating system was, but on the movie page, it said Dove approves 12 plus. So I'm assuming that's the that soap? The, not the soap. It's a. I can't tell if it's the soap or the candy <laughs> or just something completely different. Dove chocolate. I tried to see what Box Office Mom said about it. But I couldn't fucking get her website to work. Does Box Office Mom even 
what do they fucking review then? I don't know. He I don't know how far she goes back. I can't. You're, are, are, you you talk, sight, are you legit talking about box office mom like it is a mom? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's on the blurb on the website. It says, I'm a mom who loves film. I got three kids or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want box office mom to be on the show now. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? I want to ask her about the origin of the buckets. <laughs> I might email her. Email Wouldn't the box office mom. Wouldn't that be fun to Skype mom. her in? Yeah. Holy Skype fuck. her in. We'll, like, we'll like review Antichrist and see <laughs> if she... That <laughs> spilled all over myself. I did not like the fact that Willem Dafoe beat his balls to death with a rock. <laughs> I'm going to give this seven buckets. <laughs> or however my scale works. <laughs> yeah. um, I got more stats for you, JT. Give it to me. Um, it ranks 77th in spy movies, according to Box Office Mojo. Oh, my God. In the spy movie category, it wa- ranks 77th. Um, it was... How many spy movies exist? Don't know. Maybe 78? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it ranks 2,926th of all-time domestic box office draws. So not 3,000. Nope. Slightly higher. There you go. There's a positive spin on that. There you go. It's not 3,000th. <laughs> Uh, it was also nominated for an award. It was Razzie. <laughs> yes, it was nominated for Razzie for worst supporting actor. Can you guess which supporting hmm, actor? Could that be ill-fitting Duster Billy Ray Cyrus? Could it be? Yes. <laughs> also, George Lopez was also nominated for a Razzie. For this film, for worst supporting actor, I could believe that. Both of them, yeah, <laughs> nominated. This film, is George Lopez has like heads. this way about him where, like, anytime he's in a kids movie, he talks to not just the kids but everyone, like they're four <laughs> years old. Like he elongates every single word he says, and then like uses hands a lot. Like <clears throat> he's on like Mister Rogers. To be honest, I didn't hear a word George Lopez said in this entire movie. Are, are you sure? Because he's one of the few that you can understand in this movie. <laughs> I was actually trying to look for more trivia on IMDb, and IMDb has no trivia for this movie. <laughs> you just click it, and there's nothing happens. So there you go. There you have it. That's all the news I got for the spy next door. You click on it and they're like, the fuck you want trivia for the spy next door for, dude? Um, so (laughs) you click on it and then you automatically become a sex offender. (laughs) Then they email you a sign that you have to put in your front yard. So, um, this movie opens... Oh, well, first of all, what happened to the spy next door, JT? Well, we follow a agent by the name of Bob Ho. Yes. Who lives next door to a woman and her three kids. Yes. Who uh, he was currently dating. 
The woman, not the three kids. Right. And, uh... Well, apparently if you date her, you also date the kids. You do. The pig. The turtle. It's a package deal. And whatever fucking... Pig, turtle, and... The fucking uh, other one. Yeah, the fucking other one. And, uh... (laughs) Yeah, he's... Relationship woman? Going fantastic. Right. Because he's just... He's so funny. He's just a funny guy. (laughs) That's the line she says... You make me laugh all the time. <laughs> and I don't think he ever makes her laugh in the whole movie. Didn't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So, relationship between them going smoothly, right. fantastically. Right. But just cannot seem to win the love and respect of her three kids. Right. So, with all of that, plus a possible... Side plot with a Russian topical <laughs> with a Russian <laughs> villain who uh-huh. is planning global domination uh-huh. with something oil. I don't know. <laughs> or something that eats oil. We'll talk about that. Okay. But uh Yeah, can he both save the world and save his possible relationship? Better watch Spine Next Door. Right now. Very good. Decent. Sum up there, JT. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, movie opens with uh, clips of better movies. <laughs> yeah, I I was surprised. I tuned in. Like as soon as they started, I was like, "This is from Rush Hour." And this is from Drunken Master. And Drunken and Master. This is from Police and, Story. Yeah. And this is from. This is from like Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> like it's just like are you just. Is this movie legit going to be just a mashup of a bunch of Jackie Chan clips? Which Hopefully? would have been sweet. <laughs> I would have just watched 95 minutes of Jackie Chan clips from other movies. Yeah. But I was surprised that this could even happen. How, how could this happen? I don't know. They must have spent... That must have been where like, like $25 million of this budget must have gone towards... Those clips. <laughs> buying the rights to all of Jackie Chan's movies ever. Probably. Uh, so I found that weird, but at the same time, I liked watching them. Yeah. As sh- brief as they were. Yeah. And then uh, you get to see Jackie Chan that he's aged not well. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Because you get to see him from, like, Drunken Master... And then even in Rush Hour, he's starting to look a little bit older. Ah, the first one, he's still pretty young. Yeah. And in this movie, he's just pretty old. He's. I, I would. I would dare to say that Jackie Chan, for the most part of this movie, looks like Connie Chung in drag, <laughs> with his big fucking glasses. Right. Uh, this uh, movie is. As soon as it started. I could just tell by the way it was lit that it was lit like a Disney Channel show. Yeah, cheap as fuck. I was like, this is no good. (laughs) Like, this is not going to be a fun one. Well, we get what we we pay for, Troy. I guess it was free-ish if you have an Amazon Prime subscription. Yeah. So technically, maybe this movie cost me $10 a month. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let me give you a preamble to the movie review. I watched this movie at 4.30 in the morning. So that's why you don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Listen, I'll give my review at the end. Because <laughs> um, you're doing such a good job of hiding it. Uh, I'm trying to bury the lead, JT. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, but so... Macy, to the max, woke up with a massive coughing fit at 4.30. Yeah. And uh, I get the elbow nudge from Chelsea Danger. Oh, yeah. Hey, she's coughing. <laughs> okay, I'm up. So I go take her downstairs and start feeding her. And I was like, well, as long as I'm up, let's do this. So I... Start watching A Spy Next Door, and I finish it about as Chelsea getting up to go to work. Wow. I probably finished it before you even woke up. <laughs> probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible day. Terrible start to the day. <laughs> or was it? It was. <laughs> uh, the acting in this is beyond garbage. I had a fun game that I played with myself to try and like find if I could see if any line was delivered well mm. spoiler alert no <laughs> <laughs> there's legit a a, a a scene where the mom <laughs> watches her daughter use an active flamethrower <laughs> yeah and then says something along the lines of <laughs> Thank God you use that, but in a very, like, matter-of-fact way as she's turning around, where it was like, you do realize you just watched your daughter almost kill somebody, <laughs> and then, like, you can, like, watch her, like, you can watch, like, her eyes moving where she's just trying to find out where she's supposed to go next while she's delivering her line, and I'm like, a director looked at that and said perfect we got it we got it good job <laughs> that was exactly what i wanted yeah the kids in this are no good the girlfriend love interest in this is, is no good beyond smelly garbage ja in terms of even like jackie chan has the best line delivery in this yeah and he can barely speak english i think they should have taken the money from everyone else in this movie and given everything that this money made or had in terms of revenue and just give it all to Jackie Chan. Because <laughs> he, he's the only thing that makes this movie watchable. This is the only reason anyone would even see this movie yeah. because his name is attached to it. In terms of, like, even when his line delivery and his acting is terrible, he does it in such a charming manner where I'm like, <laughs> look... If they if they would have cast anybody else but Jackie Chan, this would be shit. He even yeah. like finds a way to like make these like weird put together fight scenes entertaining. Like he shows that he is a very very talented fight choreographer. Very yeah, he's a very competent fight choreographer. But I was disappointed in this that there was obvious wire work. Oh my god! At the end when he fucking. Throws that dude through a coffee table Nancy Kerrigan style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, like, uh, it it bummed me out. Granted that this movie came out in 2010, and at this point, like, Jackie Chan is still, like, headlining movies. Yeah. But, like, he's on his way out. Yeah. Like, it's around this time where he starts going, like, back to Hong Kong and China. 
yeah. and like making like bigger movies now. Mm-hmm. And now he's only now coming back to make another one that looks okay. Looks, looks the pretty Foreigner, intense. I yeah. think it's called. Looks pretty intense. Yeah. So we'll see. But like this, I went. I think we brought up last episode after we maybe we after we went off air and wanted to see where it fell in his filmography. Yeah, it's after Rush Hour Three. <laughs> Rush Hour Three is not good. It's after like eighty days around the world or something like that. <laughs> I like, forgot about that. After one. Shanghai Nights or Noon or one of them. Like it's after all of his. After he was hot with Rush Hour, yeah, and he was just like on a hit, 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 and then it was like, oh, that one wasn't so good. No, oh, yeah. that one was garbage. That one wasn't very good either. Then he made Spy Next Door. Yeah, because I was getting this movie mixed up with the Tuxedo, and the Tuxedo came out like way early. Really, it came out like after Rush Hour Two. Oh shit! Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, he made like ten movies, like. In a span of, like, 10 years or so? Maybe yeah. 12 years? Yeah. And this is on the tail end of that 12 years or whatever it was. Yeah. But, no, he's... I think he's the only thing that makes this movie the least digestible. Because... Yeah. I don't know. It's just... like <laughs> the, hard to say. Yeah. The, like, the fight scenes are... Like, there is a lot of wire work, but there's... There's some fun in there. Like he actually uses his surroundings. Like that's yeah. what I appreciate the most. Classic Jackie out of him. Chan. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what I appreciate the most. Like, there's so many fight scenes I've seen lately where it's just you could legit just put a fight like a green screen up in the background and it's just like watching people do karate to each other. Yeah. But like Jackie Chan will like put in things where it's like if I'm gonna fight in a kitchen, I'm gonna make it. Where it's like he's in a fucking kitchen. Yeah, I'm like, gonna hit him with these pots. Yeah, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kick this random pot full of spaghetti. That like, why the hell do you have a pot full of sp- spaghetti on Halloween? It's they're worms. That's oh, that's true. Yeah, duh. that's true. Also, I found it odd that he's been in America for so long and yet never heard of Halloween. I also thought that exact same thing. <laughs> that is one of my notes in here. He's been in America so long and never, never heard, heard of what Halloween is. Blows my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> let me move. Let me just go on with my notes here. Okay. I made ahead. them sequentially when I was watching. Okay. So let's uh, go ahead. Uh, so the movie also opens up with a pig and all the kids running amok in the house yeah and running into the mom's bedroom jumping on her bed and running in and out screaming and having a fucking ruckus yeah the mom wakes up and turns and like does that smile while she shakes her head and i'm like if this is a daily occurrence (laughs) you gotta be fucking kidding me like oh my family those little rascals if this happened every day you better shut the Fuck up. <laughs> you better believe I'd be paddling some butts. Yeah. Beating the piss. First of all, I would not be letting a pig run around in my house. <laughs> It'd be shitting and pissing all over the floor. That is not going to happen. Secondly, it's not going to be running in my room. <laughs> no way, Jose. Thirdly, you jump on my bed while I'm sleeping, you're going to get a paddled butt. I'm gonna, yeah. 
you're going to get your hind end paddled. I've almost punched my dog for jumping on the bed <laughs> while I was still sleeping. Um, also, how does she afford this house on what I can assume is an artist's salary? Well, she maybe she's been through almost what seems like two divorces. Maybe she got a sweet sum out of those. That's what I said. I was like, who was she married to before? Gordon fucking Gecko? Yeah. Like, <laughs> she lives in the Southwest. So that is very high uh, residential mortgages, rents, yeah. whatever it is. And for whatever I can see, she has two paintings that she's doing in the house. And they all suck. And <laughs> they are whatever they are. Art is interpreted many different ways. Yeah. But no, even Jackie Chan's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he says, it disturbs me or something like that. <laughs> but there's no way... I mean, they talk about at least she had one divorce, and the guy, I guess, was a dick. But that's... I, I expected him to show up in this movie at the end. I know. I was expecting him to be, like, uh, like one of, like, the henchmen villains or whatever that Me fights too. Jackie Chan. Or I'm like, of course this movie would go that route. They set it up, like, three times. I know. Like, they bring him up a lot. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait to see this guy show up at the end. And maybe it was going to be, like, somebody from, like, another Jackie Chan movie and they have a sweet fight at the end? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? Never pays off. (laughs) So you can forget about it. But anyway, they live in, like, a fucking mansion of a house in the American Southwest. Of course. I'm assuming, like, Phoenix or something because they've got that terracotta roof. and Probably New Mexico because it's really cheap to film there. Uh, probably. But it's immaculate. This house yeah. is oh, I huge. Know. Yeah. <sighs> Just drive me nuts. They got no <laughs> sense of reality, these movies. Uh, this kids movie. <laughs> talk about these kids. So, the little girl is annoying. But <laughs> the whatever. The littlest girl? The little girl, yeah. The littlest one. Yeah. The oldest girl is fine. Like, I. These kids are dicks right off the bat. The boy is the fucking worst. Yeah. I'll read my note how I have it written down at 5 a.m. or whenever I read yeah. it down. Little boy is a fuck creep asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Those bullies should do their job and bully harder. Because what I was going through my head is that in the movie, this kid says he makes up stuff at school... And the bullies call his shit out and beat him up for it. So if there's this little shit cocky asshole coming to school saying all these lies and shit, somebody is going to put him in his place. Also, who is biting on these lies that he's saying? No idea. Because they're all so elaborate. Even I would be like, no. Shut the (laughs) front door, But then he gets called in the principal's office because it's like, he said this was going to happen and I believed him. Freaking stupid. You are unfit to run a school. And at one point, he's the little kid, the boy, is like walking down the hallway into school and he says to another older girl, if I had a nice body, would you hold it against me? Yeah, that's a very, very sexual thing to say as like a elementary God, this is sick elementary school student asking if he can have sex and this with like a high school girl and jackie chan at this point does nothing he's like hey (laughs) that's about it like that is sick and i think that's why i said he was a fuck creep asshole (laughs) 
so I wish he got bullied harder. Sometimes bullying works. <laughs> That's okay because the girls at the school are sluts anyways. Because all he does is mess up his hair and pull his collar up. And then a girl's like, what's up? I don't know your name, but I want to hang out with you. Because he has messy hair and his collar's up? I wouldn't stupid. I wouldn't go to say these underage children are sluts. <laughs> That's too far. You called an underage kid a fuck creep asshole. Because he is a fuck creep asshole. I didn't call him a whore or a slut. He's kind of a whore. He's kind of a fuck creep asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also i love how jackie chan talks about being stylish by doing exactly the opposite of how he's dressed oh uh, yeah classic <laughs> like classic I read, comedy I saw, I saw in a movie <laughs> why do you watch movies you're a fucking spy let's get those spy moves down oh and then you find out billy ray cyrus and george lopez are in this movie billy ray cyrus has the most god-awful lines. <laughs> I think he has... He says so many country-themed puns in this. <laughs> oh my god, the puns! That I wanted to bore my eye out with a fucking spur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Atrocious. Yeah. Some of them didn't make any sense. I can't no. remember any of them, but I'm like, I wanted, that's I wanted even to like a see if I could find like a Wikipedia page where they just like list them because I didn't want to go back and rewatch this. Yeah. So I wanted to like try and find a page where they, they just like list all of his shitty puns that he says in like the first hour. Right. They're all bad. And then of course, George, like I said before, George Lopez acts like he's talking to kindergartners the whole movie. Yeah. Even when. It's revealed that he's, like, the mastermind behind it all. Right. He's still talking like, that's right, Bob. I'm the one who did this all along. <laughs> you're like, you do realize you're supposed to be a vindictive asshole right now. Not right. trying to spell out the ABCs to somebody. <laughs> Uh, but that's um, okay. He used his wife to get a liver so he could cheat on her and then divorce her anyway. So, fuck George Lopez. <laughs> hot take. Yeah. That's no, a real take. It's, it's a happened. real take. That's a real hot take. Yeah. He used his wife to get her liver so he could cheat on her and then divorce her. Holy shit. You didn't know that? I had no idea. Yeah. Because it was a big it was big news when it happened. And then, like, a couple years later, he, like, cheated on her and divorced her. Holy shit. <laughs> George Lopez, you fuck creep asshole. <laughs> God. You and the little boy are in cahoots. Um, Man, that threw me way off. You didn't know that? I, it was like big news. Maybe I heard it and I totally forgot about it, but that's I'm, I definitely huge. know that it was big news when like his wife gave her his liver. Gave her uh, gave him a, her liver. Right. Because it was like big news. It was like, oh, it's true love. They're meant to be. And then, like, two years later, like, he cheated on her and then divorced her. What a fucking... Cr with, with with her liver still in his body. <laughs> God. What a fuck creep asshole. Uh, at one point in this movie, the uh, mother of the uh, children gets a phone call saying her father's sick or something. And so that she's just absent. So fucking... <laughs> 
<laughs> for the rest of the movie. Which is good because she's terrible. She's the worst. Like, she has to be someone's aunt or something. <laughs> because there's no way you... No way she did a fucking rehearsal for this and was like, you're perfect. She She's worse than the kids. She, she is worse than the kids. Ugh. Bad. Terrible. Awful. Gross. Um... So Jackie Chan is taking care of the children at yeah. this point. He's living in their house for the week or however long it takes and yeah. taking care of them, taking them care of school. But which okay, so if you were in a scenario where you were dating <clears throat> someone for three months, yeah. would you really let your kids stay with them? You've known this person for three months. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if I've I don't care if my dick's been in you. If I've only known you for three months, you're not getting anywhere near my kids. Uh, maybe it's different. Maybe from a divorcee, it's yeah. different. They've moved on. Plus, the kids are creeps. So, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Uh, well, one, one is a fuck creep asshole. Though. Right. One. And then there's a, the little one. She's little just one. a little girl in a movie. Yeah. And then the old one, who's moody. A moody teen. Yeah. Who's apparently thirteen, and gets uncomfortably hit on by Havoc from X Men. Jesus Christ, that was him! I knew I saw him from something. <laughs> I knew I saw him from something. It was so uncomfortable. The minute I saw him, I was like, "You were in something." I knew you were in he's, something. He's Havoc in X Men. <laughs> so kept up with Jackie Chan, though. Yeah, he did. That's that's true. But they fought a fucking Benihana. That was, that was an okay fight. It, it was okay. Bad. It was all right. He held his own. Yeah. Got thrown through a window. Um, and they came back at the end still with a neck brace on. <laughs> <laughs> and then he apparently dies by getting a TV thrown on his head. God! <laughs> That's death! That is a death! That, you die from that! The moody teen threw a legit box TV off a balcony. You die from that! You die! And it landed on his head. That is complete death. You die. He, and then he was arrested... With the TV still on his head, <laughs> yeah. being led to the, the squad car, mm-hmm. did not even give him the proper... Not, didn't even take the didn't TV off his Didn't even try and take head. it off his head. No, Maybe they knew it would be to... too gruesome to look at. Yeah, he would just look deform- like a deformed Quasimodo. <laughs> but anyway, when they're going into the Benihana, turns out Havoc is a Russian spy. Yeah. You don't find that out until into the Benihana. Oh, let, let's start talking about the Russia Russians. Hold on, let me finish this. my thought okay. really quick. And so, he's hitting on the moody teen. Yeah. And at first, I'm like, he looks a little old. And then Jackie Chan goes, she's 13. And then no, he continues. He says, listen, kid, two words. Thirteen. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's he does not, say that. It's not two words, Jackie. <laughs> it's one. So, <laughs> then the guy continues to hit on her, and I'm like, this is fucking sick. He doesn't hit her. He just shows up at the table, which you're like, yeah, he's a creep. And then do like this weird, like, eye, like, him and Jackie Chan do like this weird eye thing back and forth where I'm like, so what, is he going to fuck him? And anyway, it's like, oh no, they're gonna. He found out that he's a spy. And now they're gonna fight each other. Right. 
So I was like, it turned out okay, but it made me really uncomfortable there for a good three minutes, where I was, yeah, not having any. There was piece there of this was movie. there was a good portion of that where that I was I was almost convinced that they were going to try and make us think that this dude's younger than he clearly is, <laughs> and then try and do like several another several years, <laughs> and then do like a smaller subplot where they're trying to give the daughter a love interest, which then I would have been like. Holy fuck this movie. <laughs> but now it's just a mild fuck this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we can talk about the Russians. So the Russians. Evil Tits McGee has the most offensive Russian accent I think I've they ever both heard. Do, they, I'm pretty sure none. both people are not Russian because they have a Russian accent in the sense that you can't understand a goddamn thing they're ever saying. <laughs> uh, the evil chick... Like, at one point, they're trying to show their master plan by... what? Okay, so the master plan is, like, they have this bacteria that eats oil. Yeah. And they're going to use it on the world's oh, oil, yeah, except is, for Russia's oil. This is the first movie I've ever seen where it feels like it was, like, financed by the Koch brothers. <laughs> because it's like... I've never seen a kid's movie that's been pro-oil before, where it's like... If Russia's the only one with oil, the whole world's fucked because then they <laughs> control everything. Yeah. And it's like, let's just try and find other resources than oil then. <laughs> but like, you don't understand. No, we're fucked. We all need oil. <laughs> right. It's like, no, we could try and find greener problems. This might even be a blessing in disguise where we could actually try and like, <laughs> right. you know find other ways to yeah renewable resources yeah. but no guys the oil oil we need our oil we're <laughs> fucked without oil <laughs> totally too much complication for a kids movie i know just have i don't even know the russians or jackie chan has Stolen him, something from the Russians. Have him steal a fucking nuke like everything else. Even Fine. that fucking American assassin one involves a nuke. I don't care. We just watched True Lies where they steal three nukes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just put the uh, freaking cherry on the top. Yeah. Nukes. Nukes. Just say the Russia's nukes. got nukes. Some weird yellow piss bacteria that you drop and, on oil. And, and Jackie Chan has the code for that, the nukes. Yeah. And then the Russians want the code for the nukes. Instead, he's got the formula for weird yellow bacteria <laughs> Bacteria shit. that eats oil. And then, so when they, they're demonstrating this, right? The guy pours a barrel of oil on the ground. And the chick doesn't even move. Yeah. She just keeps standing just in the oil. There. And so they put Which the bacteria on She should be pissed it. right away because there's oil on... Like, she doesn't get pissed until her shoes evaporate. Right. She gets pissed... Yeah, she should be pissed when there's oil on her shoes. <laughs> because the, then she's like, these are designer. Yeah. And you're like, wouldn't you have been pissed when there was oil on your designer shoes as opposed to when they completely and utterly dissolved? And if they are designer and they were eaten away, that means you have cheap... Shoes made out of oil? Like petroleum or some shit? Yeah, like pl plastic petroleum-based shoes. And they said they were designer. I'm like, then they should be made out of leather. Or some 
something maybe not made of oil? Troy, it's the brand. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> doesn't matter what it's made of. Just get, get, get that brand on there. Sorry. Uh, get that Dolce Gabbana or that. I think it was. I don't even remember what it was. But no, she said it know. and, like, it sounded familiar. <laughs> I'm not going to say why I think it sounds familiar. Uh. So yeah, the Russians evil, and the main evil guy constantly being in funny yeah, modes of dress. People not understanding what like fancy clothes mean. Yeah, at one point he's dressed like a like. How do they go through the gamut? At the end, he just ends up wearing sweatpants. Just, I do enjoy the scene where like the guy showed up with two different costume choices, and then they just pan over to the guy. Like, looking at him, and he grabs a gun and fires, where I was like, did he just, murder that? he just murder that guy for giving him the wrong set of clothing? I thought that, too. But then they show over, and then he's, no, he shot the clothes, not yeah, the guy. right. But I would have been, I would have laughed hysterically if, in this kid's movie, he brutally murdered a man <laughs> for, for giving him wrong. a cowboy costume. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> moving back into Jackie Chan, for being a spy that was on loan to the CIA oh, from sec- Chinese intelligence. Second movie where spy equipment is used for something other than spying. Yes, yes. Uh, because our tax our t- our tax <laughs> dollars have to go towards Jackie Chan being a good father. <laughs> um. Anyway, for him being, like, a master spy and maybe possibly trying to blend in, he apparently doesn't know how to use an oven or yeah. even make oatmeal. He knows he knows how to use a flamethrower right. to cook food <laughs> more than a conventional oven. <laughs> he can't even make oatmeal. That's no. how incompetent he is in this. He just has a large... Almost bucket. <laughs> and he just has it full of water and he pours the whole thing of oatmeal in it. Thinking it'll magically transform into oatmeal. And then it turns into like a brick of oatmeal. Does that happen? No. <laughs> Did he add like liquid cement to it? Like, oh, this is for seasoning. But yeah, but then of course he can just line up raw bacon and bread shoot it with a flamethrower, and then it's perfectly cooked into a breakfast yeah. for the kids in the morning. So, the mo- the, the the spy gadget montage where he's yes. using it to be a good father. Right. How did none of the kids ever catch on that there's something up with this Bob Ho guy? <sighs> no idea. It's not until he actually says, I'm a spy, <laughs> where they're like, I had no idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's, he's, he's using gadgets on the children while they're looking at him. And right. they're like, oh, everyone has a weird device that you can pull out of your pocket that shoots a weird robotic arm out and wraps around <laughs> you and pulls you back to where they are. Yeah. Everyone has that. Just common. <laughs> Maybe you can get out a sharper image. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Like when he tried to walk in with the groceries and they locked the door on him. So he used something... To his one of his suspenders. He used, yeah, he used a grappling hook to uh, repel into the bedroom window and come from the downstairs. And then the kids looked at him like, "Oh, 
Didn't even know he could get in from there. <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, yeah. on with our day. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Fine. Let's go play. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, also, this was kind of weird. Earlier in the movie, you get to see, like, the inside of Jackie Chan's house and his secret computer. And, like, he puts, like, a pen in, like, a pen holder and then, like, the shelves kind of expand and, like, flip out and you get to see, like, spy gear or whatever in it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that does nothing for security. Yeah, because the kid just got on there and just got his shit. Apparently he just had a folder on his desktop that says secret files. (laughs) And the kid just put a thumb drive in the thing, dragged him to his thumb drive, and has top secret files. That's it. He didn't have to open his secret... Troy, he's retired. He's not. What's the point? So into the security. What is thing. the point of all the doodads? If it means nothing, it means nothing. JT, a kid broke the code by doing nothing. By thinking it was some EDM concert, and thought he could get some sweet tunes by dragging him to his thumb drive. Fuck that kid. Fucking fuck creep asshole. Fuck creep asshole. <laughs> um, so anyway, the movie's going along. Uh, there's, like, Russian interference. The kids are slowly growing to love Jackie Chan or whatever. Yep. The mother comes back because he calls the mother and says, like, I'm a secret agent or a yeah. spy or whatever. And she says, are you telling the truth? I, are you telling the truth or are you just a crazy person? And she's like, And he's just like... Either way, you better come back and get your kids, which is a very threatening... Very ominous. Yeah, like, (laughs) I'd be like... Holy shit. What the fuck did I just do? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I left my kids with someone I've known for three months. (laughs) Yet she doesn't call the police. No, she just gets on a plane. (laughs) Hopefully she gets back in time. Hopefully she comes back in time before he's wearing their skin. Uh, by the time she comes back, the Russians are almost, like, in full attack mode at this point. Yeah. And Jackie Chan's fighting him off the best he can while all the kids are helping at this point. Yeah. Well, fuck creep asshole, uh, runs away from home because he wants to be a secret agent like Bob, Mm -hmm. Bob Ho. Yeah. Um, one part when they were actually fighting back at the house... All the kids are fighting back using little gadgets here and there. Yeah. The mother, even though she knows there's Russians in the house and has been attacked. She wants everything to stop so they can talk about why Bob lied to her. Yeah. She stops everything and like literally just walks to him and wants to have an argument while he's like fighting off. Russian terrorists. Yeah. These are like people with knives and guns trying to murder everyone in the house. Yeah. But she's like... She, like, leaves her kids. We need to have this conversation now. (laughs) Leaves her kids with Russian terrorists in the house to go have an argument with Jackie Chan. Yeah. She's already been through, like, two, two divorces. One at least. Yeah. I don't know if it's two or not. There's definitely two different men... Because the one chick, the like the older girl is from a guy that she just started dating or got married to and then just disappeared. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. And then Which, she has two other kids. To be honest, that was the part that kind of threw me off or like it kind of made me 
like her a little more because I can see where she was coming from. Because the whole first part, I would just thought they were going into like puberty overload where it's like, okay, she's fucking in middle school, so she's like a fucking moody teenager where everything that she comes in contact with, she just hates. And, like, to the point where she was like, I hate this family. Where I'm like, Jesus, okay, hold on. <laughs> hold the fucking phone. Like, you're you're just not getting the bathroom at, at, at the time that you want to. Just calm down. Don't fucking blaspheme your entire family <laughs> because you can't take a piss right now. <laughs> right. But then when she has that conversation with Jackie Chan about, like, how she, her dad and this this uh woman hooked up or, or like they got married at some point or whatever and then he just left her with them like i can see where she would act out where it's like yeah you're in a real shitty situation where you were with this you were with your dad for the longest time and then out of nowhere he just disappeared yeah like that's real shitty yeah pretty shitty but she gets to kill somebody with a TV. She does. <laughs> um, anyway, Jackie Chan wins. Uh, finds out George Lopez is behind it. Ends up kicking him in the balls or something. I don't know what he does. I think he does kick him in the balls. <laughs> um, anyway, they all go all, all off to jail. Uh, the kids end up loving Jackie Chan as a father figure. Yeah. I think they even call him dad at one point. Do probably. they do that? Probably. Anyway. I think the younger one probably does at least. They get uh, they get married at the end. And then Jackie Chan inexplicably, inexplicably breaks the fourth wall. Do you, didn't you find that really weird? What? I didn't. They like, now you that. may kiss the bride. And so he kisses her. Hugs her and then looks at the camera and does like the A OK symbol at the and then it free and then it freeze frames on it and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> at no point in the movie has he ever broken the fourth <laughs> wall but he does at the very last second oh which makes God. me think That's Jackie amazing. Chan just thought it'd be funny. Or, like, said, like, fuck this movie. Wouldn't I'm going to do what I wouldn't want. Wouldn't it be an amazing... Now, just to make up your own, like, plot of this movie, this that the entire movie is one of his missions <laughs> where, at the end, he needs to marry this woman to get secret, secret spy files from her. And then, by marrying her, he completed his mission, and then he just let everyone else know that... I did it, guys. <laughs> and then he's about ready to fucking waste her and the kids and get the information and get out of there. Right. Because his team is on the balcony of the church, which he looks at, gives the symbol, and, then and they're they about assassinate to assassinate the kids and mom. <laughs> they're about to unleash they are about hell. To unleash. They just shoot up the fucking church like Kill Bill. And then they get the files, and then the bad guys win, who was right. Jackie Chan all along. And at the end, the even the priest is like, do you, Bob, take whatever, yeah. the chick? And Jackie Chan says, I have to tell you a secret. My name isn't Bob. And at this point, wouldn't the mom be like, what the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> I left you with my kids after fucking you for three months. <laughs> Jesus. 
Even the bloopers sucked on this movie. They weren't even funny at all. Yeah. Just watching him fuck up putting his clothes on a hanger for three shots. It's like trying to pick up a chair. Like they showed like the entire shots of that four or five times. Like, yeah. Ugh. Well, JT, anything else you got to say about the movie? Not a lot. What would you rate this? Well, for being as awful as it was, like, because it's Jackie Chan action, I think it's above par from what could be, like, a shitty kids film. And, uh, I did, it did throw me off that, like, this movie was so terrible, but they still threw in that, that small thing with, like, the older daughter, like, having, like, another dad mm. that, like, was not part of the family, that so that makes her feel like an outsider. So I'll give it a D... D plus. F. <laughs> Fair enough. I... I enjoyed this a lot more than International... Than True Memoirs. Because True Memoirs I, was a soulless piece of shit. Yes, it was at soulless. Least, at least this was bad enough where I was, like, able to, like, go along with it where I'm like, I just want to see how bad this gets. I couldn't ever get to that point. Like, I couldn't get to the point where it's just like, I know this is bad, but how bad can it get? It just was bad. Like, I I enjoyed True Memoirs more. I gave that a D-, minus, but it I, I found that so middle-of-the-road mediocre, but I never found it just wanting to, like, this is just fucking bad. Like, but I felt like this was this was more fun than True Memoirs. True Memoirs no felt like a way. god. True Memoirs felt like a fucking cash grab bullshit thing. This felt like a cash grab for Jackie Chan, writing <laughs> out the last bits of his fame. But dude, he, there was some work put into those fight scenes, though. Yeah, but I mean, yes, as opposed yes. to watching you fucking know what? Kevin James fucking flounder around and do shitty MMA takedowns for fight scenes. The fights in this are way fucking better. They are, but yes, I Kevin agree. Kevin James is a but, piece of shit in every sense of the word. Granted, yes, the fight scenes are better, but they are in Jackie Ch in the uh, Jackie Chan lexicon probably one of the worst fight scenes. But in the lexicon of Kevin James, <laughs> this is better. Even yes, Jackie, I agree. Even I agree. Jackie Chan is even Jackie Chan for like how. Even when he's phoning it in, is way more charming than Kevin James. Yes, way more charming. I agree. I just, I, they're both the same. Like they're both cash grabs. Like, kept the True Memoirs has better actors than this movie does, and it was just easier to watch. Like, it was Spy not. Spy Next Door. <laughs> was just awful. Like, I, it's hard to say because they're both awful. Like, they're, like, one point away in our in our rating scale for me. D minus and an F. Here's, in, here's my comparison. Like, True Memoirs is, like, something where I can't even describe how much I hate it because it's just so fucking... It's just so middle of the road and so stupid. Yeah. Like, why would I you agree. even make that? Like, for this... 
it's a kids movie, so they're trying to cater to kids. Yes. And they're doing it poorly. And and so that it's like for me in that sense it's entertaining where it's uh, like it's so bad, but I, it's bad on like a funny sense where like fucking true memoirs is such dog shit. Like they're trying so hard to not be bad that they're like Fuck you. I fucking hate True Memoirs with a passion. And Kevin James is such a piece of shit. Like, nothing he does, nothing about him is charming. Nothing about him is talent, has any talent to it. Yeah. Jackie Chan has way more talent phoning it in, doing a shitty kids movie than Kevin James has trying to be a serious action star in this bullshit Netflix movie. Yeah. And that's why I give this way more credit than that fucking horse shit. Uh, God. I, my, my rating still stands. But I, it's so hard to disagree with any of your points. <laughs> but in just watchability to me, like, I don't know. This kid's movie is just bad. bad. Like, it never got to the point where it was bad enough that it was entertaining for like, me. Like, this movie like, I actually... Couldn't, it wasn't fun for me to watch this just bad performances like this movie actually hit me in a few ways where i like it's very it's a very predictable plot but there was a few things where it hit me where i was like oh okay well that's different like the the fucking uh i thought for sure that there was going to be the fucking love thing between the super older dude and the fucking middle school kid oh yeah because they were really hitting at it but then it turned to him being a spy and they had that Random fight scene in that Benihana. Like, I'm sure if I would have, like, paid enough attention, I'd have been like, yeah, sure, okay. But, like, it, it hit me out of nowhere. I was like, oh, okay. And then the same thing with, like, her having, like, like, she wasn't never really part of the family. It's just her dad was married to their mom for a little bit and then just abandoned her. Like, that's, there's, like, small things here and there. It's terribly acted. It's not a good movie. But there's a lot more originality in this and that fucking horseshit true memoirs. Mm, disagree. <laughs> I disagree. What about true memoirs I'm not, is more original? I didn't say it was more original. I just What about it's more entertaining than this? I don't feel like the, I feel like they're both not entertaining. <laughs> I just feel like if I had to watch either one again, I probably would watch True Memoirs again. Wow. Okay. Enjoy your lobotomy. <laughs> It's either this or get a lobotomy watching this fucking shit. It's the same. It's the same. I had more fun with this one. God, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, have fun watching Kevin James waddle through a fucking beach. You know what? I was more surprised that Kevin James could do the Steven Seagal type fights. Or oh, where they do super close-ups where yes. it probably couldn't even be him. He's just doing that whole movie is even when they get to like the chick who's like who looks like she's athletic and can do stuff, it's just big close-ups of her doing like random tackles MMA ta- and shit. Yeah, tackles and random MMA throws. Like that's that's what they try and like sell as like big fight scenes nowadays, yeah. where like cause MMA is so big where it's like Let's do a big close-up, and you grab their arm and toss them like an MMA. And so people think it's a real fight. Yeah. Put him in a chokehold. Yeah. Or an arm bar. Yeah, I get it. But I didn't say it was good. I just said it surprised me that Kevin James could do any of that Steven Seagal-type 
only fighting with your arms. <laughs> Steven Seagal made a fucking living off that shit. Oh, yeah. But at least Steven Seagal is bad enough for it's entertaining. Kevin That's James true. is a boring piece of shit. Yeah, and he thinks he's pretty sweet doing it. But so does Steven Seagal. But, eh, but the whatever. fact that Steven Seagal thinks he's sweet is what makes him even more funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true Kevin um, James is like one of those guys where like he's doing it he's like wait stop laughing I'm doing this this is fucking rad this is serious I'm Kevin James <laughs> king of queens motherfucker <laughs> um uh, anyway uh, is there anything else that you've been into this last week JT well as I brought up earlier I saw the Darren Aronofsky very polarizing movie Mother Yes. And Troy. Yes. I fucking loved Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would. I fucking loved Mother a mm-hmm. whole bunch. And fuck all these people that are like, <laughs> ju- like, I read a review for this from like a website where it looked like they had like a lot of production value in it. And they had their movie critic on there. And it. Legit felt like the dude just did not get it and was just legit spoiled the entire movie. But ah. like, like fucking like pointed out the scenes where he was like, "Can you believe they did this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I can because it's pretty much close to like the message that he's trying to give." But it just felt like, uh, like all these like bad reviews are giving. It's like striking me as like when people say. Yeah, I mean that was fine, but it would like it didn't make sense though, right? Like no one made sense. You just need to fucking pay attention. <laughs> like I feel like the movies that piss me off are the ones that I feel insult my intelligence. Yeah. And the ones that are pissed off at this are the ones where like they're they don't get it, so they feel dumb and then they have to like tear it down uh, to yeah. make themselves feel better. Yeah. I totally get that. Cuz I feel like if you watch this you'll get it. Yeah, I met like I know vaguely what the story, because it's a metaphor. Yeah, the whole something. the whole movie's an allegory for something. Yeah, and like I vaguely know what it's about. I try not to spoil a ton of it myself. Yeah, I the, read on the it less, a little bit. The less you know, the better. Um, I'd say, <clears throat> but I think that if you don't understand it, that's when you tear it down. Yeah, to get it. Like if you don't but get it's it, a... it's like an al- like if you went into it thinking it was like what it was marketed as is like a weird horror movie. Yeah. Then you're like, wait a minute. This is, this doesn't make any sense. Nothing is adding up. Yeah. But like, I didn't, I don't see how the, didn't see the movie. So yeah. I don't know how it actually plays out. And I'm not like a not, super but... Darren Aronofsky fanboy or anything either. Cause I fucking, I didn't really like the fountain and I fucking hated Noah, mm. but this like, it's really fucking good. Like, and there's actually like, even if you don't completely get it, there's still a narrative you can follow. Mm. It's just kind of in a very like avant-garde. Yeah. Like you can still kind of <laughs> follow it from, from like start to finish. Like there's still a, a narrative that you can follow. Okay. But it's just very over, it's very super stylized and very over the top. Okay. But yeah, leaving the theater, like I could hear people just being like, I don't understand what that was. And it's just like, <laughs> like, 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 not even spoiling it. The the movie legit starts with the the house in ashes, and then Javier Bardem uses a stone 
to restore it to what it once was. Okay. So if you watch that and be like, I don't think these people are acting right at all. Like, it's like, then it should have made sense from date from the first minute when he fucking resurrects a house using a rock. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Great. It's just, I don't fucking get people. I, I don't know, dude. It's the mass populace. It, it gets to a point where they're just like, like, I'm pretty sure like they saw it was like, Oh, it's going to be one of these. Oh, I'm sure I can figure this out. And then once they get to the point where they can't figure it out, they're just like, nah, it's dumb then. It's dumb. I didn't get it because it's... So this wasn't what I expected. So that means it's dumb. Like, God. <laughs> like, I fucking don't understand. It's. Is it one of your favorite movies of the year so far? I'd put it... I would not put it past me to... Would not put it past you to uh, rehear this. When we get to our top, top 10, 10 of the year. I want to see if I can check it out before the end of the year. Should drop. Because when, when do we do that? Like, uh, isn't that like January where we get usually yeah, our top 10? Usually, like, at least sometime in January. There's sometimes where we like we kind of like push it back when we want to like try and like watch something else before. Right. Hopefully it comes out. It should. September. October, November, November, December. Yeah, so it should probably come out around December. It's usually like Sweet. three months before the DVD release. I'm on it. But, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. I I definitely think it's one of the best movies of the year so far. Solid. I'm into it. Yeah. I want to see it. There's definitely some soup. There's some pretty disturbing shit at the end, though, as a forewarning. It's okay. But it's I've seen really other- good. Aronofsky films. Yeah. I've seen other of Darren's films, okay? <laughs> oh, 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 you're uh, <laughs> first name basis. <laughs> Did we start doing this last week? We just started calling him Darren? <laughs> I can't remember. It's either, it's either when I, I I saw Dinosaur Neil over this last weekend, too, and I think I just started saying Darren. Yeah. I was like, I'm just getting a kick out of this. I do think that part of like the, the backlash behind it is because it, it's they try and market it as such a big budget film though because this is put out by paramount oh really yeah like this is a paramount film like it's not one of like their sister companies where they try and like sell it as an independent film like this is paramount, paramount. studios paramount proper huh put this out what was the budget on it a lot do you know um i think the budget was 30 million and i think it only made seven i'm gonna look it up Boxofficemojo.com. One of my favorite websites. <laughs> uh, not party like a mother. Bad moms. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's lowercase m exclamation point, Troy. Come mother. on. Here we go. Boxofficemojo.com slash mother. Production budget, $30 million. Uh... Domestic total as of the nineteenth. Yeah, it's made nine million. Okay. Worldwide, it's made sixteen million. Okay. Oof, that's not good. Yeah, but I, I, I just want them to make more movies like this. Yeah, me actually, too. Because it's, it's like it's any, different. It's something else. Yeah, it's something else. Like. I'm pretty sure half the people that are talking shit about this were jerking off to tra- fucking Transformers, which probably like 75% of that didn't make any fucking sense at all. 
And then they're just like, ugh, what? This? What? I need to I need to fucking know about symbolism? Oh my god, I just want to watch a fucking robot fuck a building for nine for 90 fucking minutes. And then watch Anthony Hopkins jerk off on it. Is it worth the 30, like, do you see the 30 million in it? I can, especially at the end. There's some really, they do some really cool shit where it, they do some very epic scenes in the confines of a very of like a house like the whole the whole movie never leaves the house right i knew that and they do some shit at the very end where there's a lot of crazy fucking shit happening like i don't want to give away too much about what about what it is but like there's mass hysteria happening all within this house and it's like very narrow corridors at some points too so i can't even I can't even fucking fathom how we shot that at some points. Well, it's been only only been out for five days too. So yeah, those numbers hopefully are, can inflate a little bit here. Okay. Uh, anything else you've been into? Uh, me and Molly Pop watched Rough Night, the Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah. And it's fine. It's <laughs> a movie. She liked it more than I did. Yeah. Because um, she was actually part of a sorority when she was in college, so there was like. A lot of that connection that she had with it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it was okay. There was some was scenes that made... Yeah. <laughs> there were some scenes that made me laugh where, like, they do the whole uh, thing where it's, like, they show them, like, strutting down the street to, like, rap music. And then they, like, uh, they show, like, on the opposite spectrum where, like, the... the uh, husband is like having his bachelor party and they're like doing like wine tastings <laughs> and like talking about how like things have like an oaky scent and everything <laughs> and then I there's, like, like that. there's like one scene where like he decides that he's going to go and like surprise her like well like not surprise her but like she th- he thinks something's wrong so like his friend played by bo burnham mm-hmm. is like convincing him that he should like not stop so he tells him about like that a- remember that astronaut chick that like wore diapers and then drove all the way to Florida to like <laughs> oh yeah to like fucking like kidnap somebody or something so he tells them about that so they go to like a drugstore to buy adult diapers <laughs> and they play that fucking rap music over again where they're like strutting down the aisle holding adult diapers <laughs> all right right on so like that was funny like there's funny scenes to it but for the most part it's i mean if they stream it ever sure all right all right. I expected it kind of to be like that. Yeah. But I was hoping for a little bit more, I guess. I can't, Do you think it was... Did you ever see Bad Moms? Or no. Or was that just me? I never saw Bad Moms. Do you think Moms. it would be better than Bad Moms? Maybe. Oof. I still wouldn't... I would not go out of my way for it, though. In my opinion, I wouldn't go out of my way for it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Anything else? Did you get That's... Hey, did you get that movie pass thing yet? I haven't gotten in the mail yet. Ah, shh. Yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just want to know how that works. Gotcha. Because I kind of forgot. Because Chelsea asked me today, and then my mind went totally blank. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's $10 a month, and it's like Netflix, but for movies. And I think it works with like a, a debit card or or something I'm like I don't know I'll ask Joel later. From what I read it's you you go on your phone and then you pick the time that you want to go to and then when you pick a time then 
uh, MoviePass adds the funds to the card. That's weird. Yeah. So they know they know how much that movie is. So then when you actually order the ticket, you give them a debit card, and they swipe it, and then that takes those funds out of the card. Hmm. Seems like a weird system. Yeah, right? but... Ah, whatever. Hey, it's, it works. Whatever. Uh, edit? That, that's, that's all I got. That's all you got. Uh, I did some reading over the last few days. Ooh, look at you, bookworm. I dipped into some of the Valiant comics and what they have to offer. Um... I read the event Divinity 1 and Divinity 2, yes. uh, both written by Matt Kint, I think. Let me see. Uh, 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 uh. Yes, Matt Kint, and uh, drawn by Trevor Hairsign, and inked by a guy I've had the pleasure of talking to. Uh, Ryan Wynn. Ooh. Pretty cool guy. Me and GHD talked to him for about like an hour and a half one day. And we have an interview up on YouTube if you ever want to listen to it on our oh, Imperial Express channel. Really cool guy. Talks how he got started and like his style of what he's into, what he's not into. We just shot the shit with him for like an hour and a half. Goddamn. And we only wanted 20 minutes out of him. So he, and he just kept talking. He's like, I can, I got all night if you guys want to keep going. We're like, shit, yeah, we'll just keep going. <laughs> anyway, real cool guy. Anyway, I read the first two of that. And it's about, um, it's a really cool premise. Like in the 60s where there's the space race between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. The Soviet Union actually launched um, a rocket into space in the six like 1960 yeah unbeknownst to anyone in yeah. the world they did it in secret no fanfare no news about it yeah and they launched um a rocket into space and their goal was to get not to the moon but get to the edge of space yeah and so they ended up sh launching this guy named like abram and him and then you find out he was with two other people yeah. in their own separate like pods find the edge of space yeah and there like some cosmic weird shit happens to them and they find their way back to earth 50 years later yeah and everything's changed and now they have like weird godly power <laughs> and the first one divinity is about abram yeah and like he is coming back and he's just making everything divine and, like, not hurting anything. Like, anybody who comes to him, he gives them what they want. But, like, they find it, like, that could be used probably for bad. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't see how in the book, really. that Because anybody that's bad, he turns, like, a sniper into, like, a body of butterflies. And he turns another guy into a bird. <laughs> so, like, I don't see how anybody who wanted, like, anything bad would ever get it. But anyway... They, like, and they they end up beating him by keeping him alive at the end. But Divinity 2 is the second person that went into space. And it's uh, a girl who was grow, like, grew up homeless in Russia. And she came back and she's a bit more benevolent towards uh, the United States and Abram yeah. now. Yeah. And then they have, like, a little bit of a, bit of a fight. And each one is kind of cool because the book is only four issues long, so it reads really quick. Oh, nice. And I guess D Divinity 3, the third guy comes back with this godly power. And I haven't read it yet, but from what I 
understand is that he changes the entire world into what the Soviet Union wanted to be. Oh, shit. And so, like, your heroes that you have have, like, weird Russian twists to them. And, like, just changes everything. Awesome. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I want to get to Russia land. That sounds sweet. <laughs> so I'm going to start reading that, I think, probably tomorrow. Nice. Um, also watch the new Warner Brothers animated film Batman meets Harley Quinn or Batman versus Harley Quinn or something. Yeah. Really weird. Okay. <laughs> like, it, Bruce Tim comes back. Yeah. And he did the Batman the Animated Series. But, like, at this point, like, he kind of just does what he wants. Yeah. And the tone of this movie is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't tell if it's trying to be campy or serious. Yeah. Like, it, there's, like, deaths in this and there's sex in this oh shit like nightwing fucks harley quinn in this <laughs> or i guess harley quinn fucks nightwing in this to oh, be shit to turn it that way but there's also a fart joke in this <laughs> um there's deaths in this and then there's a bar scene where two like two twins sing karaoke of a song don't pull my love and they sing the entire song. Oh, God. And it's like that. You've heard it's like, don't pull my love now, baby, honey. Yeah. They sing that entire song. Not even in a montage. Just show them sing it. They sh Yeah. Show them sing it like a, with a montage of things going on in the bar. Yeah. But not like anything like that in weird sped up time. It's happening in real time. <laughs> and then Harley Quinn goes up and sings an entire song. And there's, like, goons dancing around Batman, and, like, one is doing, like, the bat the Batusi from the 60s thing, where, like, bat you see, like, the gif of Batman, like, doing the cat eyes, and, like, some guy's doing that behind Batman. Yeah. And then Batman and Nightwing end up beating everybody up in the club, and then outside it does, like, the bang pow thing on the screen. Yeah. But it doesn't say, like, bang pow, it says, like, crack blood and then the third one is ouch my balls <laughs> <laughs> so the tone of this oh, is all over the place i don't know what i think about this movie i want more people to just explain why they like it or dislike oh it because i am at this point could go either way oh that sounds fantastic i don't know i rented it so i didn't buy this one because i'm like i've heard it was kind of weird but anyway, I don't know. I think it's worth a watch because it's definitely different. But Jesus, it's so fucked up. Also, I watched almost all of the May Young classic on Saturday or oh, Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd I, you enjoy it? I, I need to watch the finale. Okay. But I, so far, am not really enjoying it at all. Okay. There's a few standouts. Yeah. But otherwise, like... I think the the women on the main roster are better than the ones in the classic. I, I don't know. I would say that. There's there's some that are really fucking talented, like way better than the main roster, I would say. I would say, no, not in my, I don't know, like the uh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane I like a lot. Is really good. Um, who's the other MMA chick? Oh, Shayna Baszler. She's okay. I like Shayna Baszler. I don't know. She has, like, this aura about her where I feel like she could legit kick people's asses. 
Yeah, she's got that aura, but like in the ring, she doesn't really impress me very much. And I don't think she sells for shit. And like, there's a ton of chicks that were like, I felt like have very little experience. Like, really like, green. Especially in the first round, there was... Yeah. Was and the first round was really weird, too, because, like, they they didn't... Some of the matchups were, like, very one-sided. Yeah. Like, that, like, gave... Like, wasn't a benefit to either, like, athlete. Yeah. But I think that was just because, <clears throat> like, there's just not a lot of women wrestlers out there nowadays that... Then why put on profile. the... Then why put on the whole tournament? It's just quick questioning, Troy. It's just a new. It's a. It's a new thing. Like I was. I. I much appreciated just like the uh, <clears throat> exposure of like other women athletes that I wasn't really aware of. Yeah, like, I, I. I mean, I. I get that point, and I get it's a like a like I fucking I love to do I love, that. Uh, Piper Niven is really fucking good. Tony Storm is fantastic. Tony Storm is good. Um, uh, Princessa Suhei is really fucking good. She was like the luchador chick. Yeah, she was good. Who was the the like the uh, the cute one from New Zealand? Uh, from New Zealand. Oh, um, she wore like the two buns in her yeah, hair. Yeah, shit. What's her name? I thought she was she was really good. She had a great um, like presence in the ring. She didn't really do. She's got that fucking sweet kick in the oh, corner. Oh god, that kick is fantastic. And it. Like she does it like out of nowhere too, and I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see more out of her. I guess I thought she was gonna have more when she was going against Sane, even yeah. though that match was good. Yeah. I just want. I don't know. I I could see her like getting called to like NXT or something. Oh yeah. But uh, I, I mean, she'd have to move from New Zealand, so I don't know if she would. Who knows? Regardless, um, I. I'm not enjoying it as much as I like the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, there's a shit ton of fucking Cruiserweight guys that are just, like, they were chomping on the bit when that started. Right. And I feel like they had, they had a little less to work with with the Mayung Classic. But I was super into, like, discovering all these other female athletes and, yeah. like, seeing, like, what they had. Because I, I, I never really looked too much into women's wrestling. Right. So I'm pretty clueless when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yeah. So like seeing all these like different <clears throat> female wrestlers where I was like, holy shit, they're like naturally good. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some of them were like the ones we named were pretty good. Like I, I'm glad they have a stage to like give like, uh, like advertise them, you know, like, yeah. Hey, look at me. I'm out there. But like some of them didn't impress me. I feel like some like aren't, it's not going to go anywhere for some of them. Like, otherwise, like, hey, I was on this one thing for WWE once. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just what it, it is what it is. Um, Like, I felt like near the end, like an, like the seventh episode or something, or maybe even the sixth, I was like, it felt like they were just trying to build up, like, a WrestleMania match or, like, a Survivor Series match between, like... Ronda Rousey and Shayna oh, Baszler yeah, they're, they're and like, doing, like the, the, yeah. the four horse women yeah, against the four horse women. If, yeah, it feels like they were doing that too. I was like, this, if this is all this was for, like, that's a fucking <laughs> shame for all the rest of these women. Yeah, like, but I don't know. It, they still give it a payoff though, so it's not like it's all done in vain. Where it's like we're just building up this match. Like, no, there's a definitive end to it. All right. Well, I'll 
I, I have one more match to watch, the finale. Yeah. So. I did like the finale match, though. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. Sane's really good. Except that the second match she had, she totally botched her elbow drop. Yeah, but that second match was fucking awesome. Like, I did not expect, expect too much out of that, uh, shit, what's her name? I can't remember who it was. Yeah, but, like, her first match was, like, okay. And then, like, the, that match she had with Kyrie Sane, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, she had way more. Mm-hmm. Like, she just whipped the fuck out of her with her hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and the crowd fucking yeah. booed the shit out oh, of her. Oh, yeah. Because that first whip with her hair, yeah. like, rang throughout the yeah. arena. It and was you're something like, Bel Air. shit. Uh, yeah, I can't remember her what her name But, was. yeah, she was really fucking good. And then she hit that 450, yeah. too. Like, she was, that was a fucking awesome match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then besides the Mae Young Classic, I've just been watching more Curb. And I'm in the third season now. Yeah. Oh, my. I think the third season is where it becomes good to great. Yeah. Okay. Because I watched, like, uh, a few episodes last night. And <laughs> this is where he starts doing that thing where he, like, really looks at people. Yeah. And then he goes, okay. Okay. <laughs> and that's where this starts. And then there's... There's, like, an episode where he starts talking to this one guy that's marrying Wanda Sykes yeah. about going down on girls. And he says he doesn't like it because he hurts his neck and it's just too much work for the like to for the results. Yeah. And then he gets in a fight with Cheryl. And so he goes, I guess my neck feels okay. And then for two episodes, he'll just stop talking and start going, ah. <laughs> Because he's got a pube stuck in his throat. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> He'll just be like just talking to Jeff Garland or whatever and be like, yeah, I'll pick up the. <sighs> <sighs> oh, Jeff, I got this pubic hair stuck in my throat. <laughs> and it's just so fucking uh, funny. And I, I picked back up with Curb like, uh, Last week, and I watched like the first episode of the second season where he decides, I don't know, where he just wants to be a car dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Richard Lewis comes in and ruins the whole thing for him. (laughs) It gets him fired. Oh my! And God. then like uh like people keep keep trying to get him to work with Jason Alexander, and they keep talking about how much how fuck how much of an idiot George was from Seinfeld, <laughs> because it was, but it was based on him, yeah. so he keeps getting offended. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, because George was just a fucking idiot, right? <laughs> he was like, well, he was an idiot. I mean, <laughs> like no, but he did this one thing, right? Like. I did that, motherfucker! Like, <laughs> oh my so god! But yeah, Curb. Oh my god! Yeah, season three is where I feel like it totally turns, and then he starts doing like all like the classic things you remember from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Like, it really hits its stride. Sweet. But I'm not saying it was like bad up until then. It's just like it goes from good to great. Yeah. In season three. Ah. <sighs> Can't wait to watch more. I'm, I might watch a few episodes after this. It's so good. October, new season. Oh, I can't can't wait. Um, well, JT, next week we got finally get Kingsman. the big one. The big one. The big one. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews about it. 
I haven't heard, heard anything from it yet. I've heard some people say that it's great, and I've heard some people say that it's kind of suffering from sequelitis a little bit. <laughs> but there, I've heard some. I've read some really passionate reviews where they say like, no, it has not lost a little, even a bit from what it was like for the first one. The only thing I've heard was <clears throat> if you liked the first one, it's you're gonna like the second one. Good. Like, so good. I'm like, okay, good enough. Well, I fucking love the first one. Yeah, me so. too. So I'm glad. Um, well, if people want to speculate on whether or not uh, True Memoirs was better than Spy Next Door with you on Twitter, JT. Well, Spy Next Door was way better than True Memoirs because True Memoirs is a real piece of shit. But if you want to try and argue, God help you, because it's Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and hey, why not? Bucky for everyone on Snapchat, Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max. You can hand me all of your opinions uh, there on Twitter. If you want to talk to us both, hey, we got a joint account, and that's Review Review Pod on Twitter. You got a pube in your throat, JT? I don't know. I got a pube. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us both at Review Review Pod. On Twitter as well. You can find us. Uh, all of our new episodes are posted at facebook.com slash review review pod. Uh, all of our new episodes are now being posted on review review You know what? Um, if you are, if you were a fan of us on SoundCloud, I just keep forgetting to cancel our subscription. So all of our episodes up until a point, are still on SoundCloud, if you would like to still listen to them there. Through this month, because I'm hoping to cancel it in the next few days. Uh, uh, you can find all of our episodes also on iTunes. Yes. While you're there, uh, give us a rate. Subscribe to our show, if you like. All you need is a star rating. Hey, you know Come what? On. If you like the show, a comment, a rating... Helps other people Spread find the, the word. show, too. That's right. Maybe we can make a buck or two. Probably not. Never. But, uh... Never. Maybe not. We'll get that sponsor. We need yeah. a sponsor, JT. Sweet-ass sponsor. Harry's Razors. <laughs> Casper Mattress. <laughs> Blue Apron. Uh, Stamps.com. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a little bit of Blue Apron. Yeah? That'd be nice to have. We'll see. I think I know how those work. But they don't work to our favor? No. Okay. I can tell you how they work. Like, all the ones that you hear all the time on, like, any podcast you listen to, yeah. whether it be Lisa Mattresses, Casper Mattresses, yeah. Harry's, Dollar Shave Club, all that shit. Yeah. They give you, like, a promo code you can use, yeah. but you don't get any revenue from them until you have a thousand people use that promo code. And that's where it starts. Awesome. Yeah. So we could have a promo code probably if we want, and we could use it for as much as we want, and maybe even get free merch. And then 20 people will probably use it. Maybe. But uh, we wouldn't see any money from it. <laughs> no. Uh, not at all. Unless never. you... You know it would be funny if we did like a Casper Lisa mattress and like... Put I just, them against each other. I just keep sending it all to your house, so you just have like free mattresses show up to your house for trial membership Wow, that'd stuff. be a terrible joke, Joy. Please don't do that to me. Please don't give me multiple mattresses that I will for sure use. All right. I'll, hopefully I'll just keep sending free samples to your house so you just have like 
30 mattresses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's I'd how that shit I'd works. Bu- I'd build a mattress room. Just oh make my a, god, like a bounce house room. Yeah, but they're like foam. They're not bouncy. I don't give a shit. I'll just sleep in it. All right, fair enough. Uh, you princess could... in the pea scenario. I'll just make a big tower of it. Oh, I want to put a pea on one of the, under those. I'll feel it, and I'll be like, "God damn it, Troy!" <laughs> <laughs> Knew he was now I gotta here. marry you, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, where was I? iTunes. We're on that. We're also on Stitcher, <laughs> Google Play. Uh, I think that's about all that we're on. But you can find us almost on any podcatcher device. Almost all of them. Almost all of them, indeed. Um, and then if you have any... Excuse me. Good Burp Lord. came out of nowhere. Got a pube in there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have anything long form to say, you can do so uh, at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Next week, Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. Yes. Finishing out Secret Agent September. Month, Secret Agent September. Then hopefully, maybe Test Pilot. Yeah. From there. Yeah. We'll have like a good three weeks to build up some uh, pilot episodes. Yeah. Maybe even catch a second episode of something. Maybe. I think, uh, yeah, a, a big chunk of them premiere the week before October. Okay. Good. At least the ones that I'm looking at. Okay. Right on. So we got two great episodes coming up. Yes. Kingsman. So keep and the your test pilot app. Eyes peeled. Watch that for that, that test pilot. That test pilot's gonna be good. Yeah. I hope so. It was fun last year. Oh, it was hella fun. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, but until next time, JT, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are off.